Welcome to the Once Upon an Island podcast. I'm your host, Wesley. And of course, I am joined by my lovely co-host, Mary. And today we're talking about Survivor 45, Episode 5. We have not recorded this intro three times. Don't even ask that question (laughs) because the real question I have is sandwich or amulets? Mary Pick. Amulets. But why? I've belabored this point long enough. Yes, if only I had used the other two intros and people could have heard your explanation the first two times, but they did not. So here we are. Amulets. I am on Survivor. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pick an advantage and not a sandwich. Like the sandwich in the long run does nothing, absolutely nothing for me. Whereas the advantage might do something for me. I'm pro sandwich. And it's not because I'm like craving a sandwich because I'm not. I just had pizza earlier. I'm good. I think sandwiches are the way to go strategically. But why? Why? I think the amulets cost too much trouble with people that you don't really want to work okay, with. Okay. So we have the amulet, yeah. which I, gives you something. Trash. Pros, cons, Trash whatever. Is what it gives you. On the other hand, we have a sandwich that makes you feel full for a second and then you have to poop and that's it. That's, yes. <laughs> have you ever had like a good poop and you get done you're like, that was life changing. No. Well, that sandwich could could have given it to you and you'll never know because you picked amulets. Uh, but I don't want to bury the lead because on a non poop related note. Well, in our personal lives that you need to know about, I am releasing the sequel to my book, Egan the Small, which you may remember we talked about in Survivor 42 when it first released on Amazon on Amazon it's pictures a on screen children's fiction chapter book fantasy about dragons. Um, I was really excited about it. It was really fun. A lot of you were really kind and purchased it and sent me some really kind comments about it. Five star reviews on Amazon. It's no way it's given less than five stars. That's true. Um, so yeah, finally I got the sequel finished and I'm getting the illustrations and editing all done. So we're really excited to announce that will uh, the release date here pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, the sequel will release in a few weeks. And I believe Mary earlier, you're telling me that Egan the Small is going to be on sale on Amazon. The cheapest price it's ever been. Is that yes. correct? In preparation for the sequel release, we're celebrating by having a sale. The Kindle will be 99 cents. The paperback version will be $5.99 and the hardback is $13.99. So you should go check it out. Those are literally a, pretty much the cheapest prices that Amazon will let yeah. us do. <laughs> like we're making like 20 cents per book on that. So uh, if that, I, like Amazon has like a minimum you can sell your book for depending on how big it is. And it's 200 pages. So we went as low as we could go. So yeah, check it out. Links in the description. Uh, her sequel. We will give you more information. But as of right now, just know it's coming soon. Yes. Like next few weeks, month soon at, at latest, I would say. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So we'll give you more specifics when we know them. All right. Very quickly. Skip ahead 60 seconds if you don't want to be spoiled on the Challenge USA 2. Okay. Uh, you almost forgot we watched this. I did. Last week, Thursday. <laughs> No, how could I forget that exciting final? Now, two survivors won the Challenge USA one. I believe it was Sarah Lucina and Danny from Survivor 41. They won the Challenge USA one. Mm-hmm. Chris Underwood and Desi from Survivor won the Challenge USA two. So Chris Underwood is two for two on shows he's been on. Survivor's doing pretty good on the Challenge then. Yeah, they've been yeah. dominating Challenge USA specifically. So yeah, I just want to mention that. Congrats, Chris Underwood. I mean, I guess Desi's. Well, I barely remember her. She was on season 35. She made the merge barely. Mm-hmm. I don't really know anything about her. But Chris Underwood won. He's two for two. I'm wondering what he's going to do next. Big Can he brother, go three for amazing three? race. He should do amazing race. Who else has gone two for two? Sandra. I'm just saying. Sandra. 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 But she's only ever done Survivors. So is that really comparable? That's a good point. I haven't seen Sandra on anything else. Though I think she'd be good on 
I say that, but Ceri's on Big Brother right now. I was gonna say Sandra would be going Big Brother, but Ceri's on Big mm. Brother and she's over it. She's been over it. Ceri's literally doing confessional saying, please, I want to walk out the front door. <laughs> like Ceri's like, please for the and the show only has two weeks left. She's like, please for the love of everything, vote me out of this house. <laughs> I mean, Ceri's about to make final five, it looks like, and she's like, please, I just want to leave. Yeah. Which might be a good strategy, actually. But we'll talk about that when we do a Big Brother podcast. Okay. Let's focus on Survivor. Yes. We're here to talk about Survivor. Mm-hmm. I had this I couldn't ignore your book. And I couldn't ignore the Challenge USA too. For those who skipped ahead, I'm not gonna spoil it, but you know, skip back 60 seconds you want to hear. <laughs> All right. So we start the episode. We're back at the Reba camp and Sifu's still talking in the third person about himself and how somebody voted for him. Yes. And he brings up to the tribe and it's kind of like an awkward conversation. Well, before that, in the previously on Survivor, mm-hmm. D says she voted for him. It, this is the D's confessional at Tribal. As she she's said, voting. As she's voting, she says, I love you as a person, but I just hate you as a player. And we were both like, Did we see that last week? No, we I didn't see so. her. We didn't see her confessional yeah. because, you know, Sean's talking over the. Of the I kind of like that being included in previously on like yeah. new information. Yeah, yeah, it was new information. And and you're right. So we're back at camp and Steve was like, okay, so who was it? Who was it? And the girls are like, oh, no, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> all of them are like, it wasn't me. <laughs> it yeah. wasn't me. We all voted Sean, <laughs> even though mathematically that is literally impossible because Sifu voted Sean. Right. And yeah. then and then Sifu was like, OK, but uh, I asked him if you voted for me and he said no. And they're like, oh, what? Why would he lie to you? What? You know, he must be lying. <laughs> but then, why would he lie but to then you? Sifu didn't bring up the Devo because obviously he didn't do the I mean, math. No, he did. He br- he did bring up the Devo. He said he asked D if she was surprised when she saw her name. She's like, yeah, I was surprised. You know, yeah. But it was just like, I, I don't know. It was just so obvious that they're lying. And I guess good on them. They all stuck together and didn't. I, I don't know. I was kind of like, what's the point of this right now? I'm still confused about D because we get another confessional with D and she says something like how he's just so chaotic. See if he's chaotic and she really wished he would have just gone home. And that has to be a personality thing because we didn't see anything really chaotic in terms of strategy right. from Sifu. So uh, this just confirms with me that D didn't really know what was going on last week. She really thought Sifu was going to go home. And and I don't know. She just that just wasn't a smart move. Just wasn't a smart move. But anyways, so yeah, Sifu's trying to figure it out. He says the girls are deserve an Oscar. The women, sorry, deserve an Oscar because... He can't figure it out. He doesn't know who it was. And but the thing I'm confused about is why Julie and Dee got so mad at Sean <laughs> for saying no mm-hmm. and feeling like they got thrown under the bus as he was leaving. Like, what else are you going to say to that? No. First of all, I'm leaving the tribe. Doesn't matter. It's not like he's on the jury or anything. I don't know. They were just so mad about it. And I was just like, well, that's what happens when you do a dumb move like that. You're going to get caught. And you got to live with the consequences. So. Yeah, I got to say. Um, so last week, like we finished the episode and I was like, man, D has to move down. Like that was like he's going to pinpoint it's her. Mm-hmm. Right. But no, like by the time this episode ended, I mean, D's lying out her butt. But like nobody throws her under the bus. J. Mm-hmm. Maya, in fact, by the end's like, let me Volunteers, jump on the grenade for yeah. you. So it's almost like it couldn't have worked out better right. because Sifu is not on to D doing it. Mm-mm. They all kept closed lips. So, I mean, D and J- Julie are running this. I mean, it's a very small tribe and next week it'll be a merge. So right. beyond this, it doesn't really matter. But my, I wonder if when Reba all gets back together because nobody from Reba has been voted off yet. So there should still be 
all six, right? We, we didn't lost anybody from Reba. Who got voted off tonight again? Brando. Brando was right. original Bella. Bello. And then we've had Lulu either quit <laughs> or get voted off or asked to be voted off. Right. So really, Reba still has six left. They're yes. going to be the big target on the board, I think, come this mm-hmm. merge. So I wonder if Julie and Dee will be running this Reba tribe like we see them running well, this little small Reba group here. Julie, Dee, Austin, Drew. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I, and we did see that before. Before, But I'm saying I don't think Drew's that good of a player. So is Julie and Dee actually the brains and Austin's like they're brawn and Drew's like he thinks he's the brains, but he's really not. You know what I mean? Is that it, the dynamic we're getting? It could be. I'm, just, I'm saying that Austin and Drew have the power right now on Lulu. Julie and Dee have the power right now on Reba. And combined, I think they really will be a pretty powerful force. Now, if they're good enough at hiding their threat level until then, then, you know, we'll see how that pans out. But I think that they all four together definitely will will have a good chance come merge. Hmm. Well, we're just going to see. I, I I think this Reba group, though, is walking this merge with six and that immediately puts target on their back. And we're just going to. That either that could be a good thing. If right. we saw in 41 when Erica won, that they walked into the merge and they the, her tribe had the numbers, no, they hadn't lost anybody, and it wasn't a detriment. Mm-hmm. And then 42, Marion was on a tribe that was kind of a mess. They got together somewhat, but they weren't like unified. So it worked out. I'm trying to think, Gabler's tribe, they were okay. It was really just Jam Jam's tribe that was actually a truly a mess going into the merge, it felt like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it happens both ways. I think it, it just depends on how they handle the merch because they're definitely, yeah. but the thing is they're definitely willing, as we've seen to sacrifice Sifu and even J Maya, like D's already on board with getting rid of J Maya next. And so, which is the smart move and it's smarter than Sifu. So, um, yeah, we'll see how that pans out, but that was Reba. Then we move over to Bello. Make sure I said that right. Yeah. And Bello. it's like, not Bilo. We said Bilo for a couple weeks. All about the food. Food, food, food. Food, food, Heck, food. Even on their votes tonight. Pizza. There was pizza everywhere. Was pizza on every vote. Were they hinting to Survivor? Well, Please, pizza. Uh, no, Jake has the pizza socks. I'm, I was trying to say somebody has pizza socks, but it's Jake. It's not anybody. Is it? It's I don't not remember anybody anybody's pizza Bella. socks. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they, they just they were talking about food so much. Can we go back to Reba for a second, though? Because I have sure. something I want to force into the podcast. Okay. Everybody was telling Sifu. Everyone's telling Sifu they vote Sean. Did you vote Sean? No. no. I voted yes, Sean. I voted Sean. Yeah, I, I voted mean, Sean too. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, I voted Sean. Dang, I meant to do earlier when we were talking about it in like a natural way nobody would have saw coming. All right. Wow. We're talking about Bello now. That was pretty bad. Or, yeah, Bello. Yeah. Yeah. See, now I'm like questioning. Is it Bello or Bello? No, it's Bello. No, it's Bello. It's Bello. Rhymes, rhymes with yellow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the tribe color they're not. Hey. <laughs> Wouldn't it have been better if it was? Reba is R-E. It's already the beginning of red. Mm-hmm. Bello rhymes the yellow. Why didn't they do that for Lulu? Why is Lulu? Okay. Lulu, right. blue, blue, blue. Okay. I, I, so the important thing that happened at Bello, besides talking about food, which does end up being important later with the sustenance versus strategy. Because mm-hmm. um, at first we're like, wow, they have a lot of time to be sitting here talking about food so much. But yeah. I think what one of the important things that came up is... Kendra says, do you all believe in aliens? And they're all like, yes. And Kendra says we should have an alien alliance. And Emily says, mm-hmm. I like that. That's so fun. Let's yeah. do it. Versus episode, what was it? Episode, episode one, one, Emily, where they're like, aliens built the pyramids. And we all like, can agree on that. 
That's basic knowledge. And Emily's just like, you guys are so dumb. I mean, her face. I know, but but her face was was like, I have never thought. I've never thought about that. One second about that. Because that's ridiculous. Why would I? Yeah, exactly. So I loved that we saw a little bit of growth from Emily tonight uh, in a couple of different ways. But that was the first one. And I thought that was pretty hilarious. Yeah, I agree with you that isn't it weird how I mean, if I had a nickel for every time, like it's twice now. A bit weird. The alien talk. Yeah. And it's not the same people. It wasn't like Caleb and Sabaya. I mean, Sabaya's not even there. It was but it's not like Caleb and Sabaya brought up again, you know? Right. Yeah. We all can agree aliens built the pyramids. Let's have an alien alliance. Like, <laughs> what's next? Is an alien going to win this game? Is that what Emily is? Is Emily the alien? Oh, man. You know what I mean? Like, she's like figuring out how social interactions work in the game. <laughs> she's an alien. No, I'm not making fun of her. I'm no, saying. No, I know. It's her, that's her storyline because both times the aliens come up, only she has been there. On the show, in the story. So far. In the yes, story being told. That is correct. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. If aliens come up again <laughs> and Emily's there, I think they're that's the show trying to like Emily the alien. I guess no one's ever really been an alien. I mean, Spencer Bledsoe <laughs> had like his little, oh, I'm learning how to interact with people thing storyline, but his wasn't like as an alien. So. People are going to think you actually believe Emily's an alien now. No, no, no. I'm saying... <laughs> Like Emily the alien in like a so it's just like you know learning how humans interact like no I get it how she's gone from episode one to here we go episode six it's only been 12 days Mm -hmm. and she's like learned so much in such a short amount of time but she's not like a 19 year old girl like she's an adult true I mean 19 year olds are adults too I'm just you know what I'm saying she's not faster younger yes you know I understand I'm just saying like you know you should be more center ways yeah yeah I get it um so then we move over to lulu where we see jake have his second little did you know katura hates bruce yes and then we (laughs) i didn't know that but i learned that tonight well you're jumping ahead just a little bit but did you know i did know that just double checking the interesting thing that i thought about jake was at first it's mostly narrated by kelly which makes sense because she's a nurse and so she was talking about just like how he's being affected but how she was trying to encourage him because psychologically he just automatically was like oh they're gonna pull me out yeah um which and is that's true. the reason why he says oh, i'm okay i'm okay i'm okay yeah, yeah i would be i would be feeling and thinking the same thing too mm-hmm. but then we get a earned backstory from jake yes about how he was overweight and how he spent like two years the last two years working on his weight and like i loved that it was so it was it was it fit so well with the story as we've seen it so far and it didn't feel forced at all. You said the keyword there, earned. It felt earned. Yeah. This is what we've been asking for. When oh. they do, if they have to do a sob story, mm-hmm. make it feel earned. It felt so forced the first three seasons mm-hmm. they did this. And we, But we really got to know Jake, too, mm-hmm. as a person and more personal content from him. So that was really nice. I am still worried about him. I don't know. I yeah. just like. Why didn't we medical come out? Like he's passed out twice now. Why have yeah. we not seen medical come and check on him? Right. Isn't I don't that know. weird? I feel like it's weird. <gasps> Unless. Maybe medical did come check on him and we just don't know or didn't get shown. Yeah. I don't know. But I hope I he's okay. We, but it just feels like almost if they didn't come and check on him, why? But if mm-hmm. they did check on him, why didn't we see it? It almost feels like, like, why wouldn't you show that? Like, right. let us know he's okay. Right. <laughs> I don't like this. Yeah. I don't, I don't like it either. I don't like me left in limbo. There has to be some sort of like, obviously line because they know food deprivation happens you know you know get low on water you get headaches and all this stuff so there has to be like okay this this and this has to happen before we call medical i'm guessing and kelly is a nurse passing out's good enough to come check 
like yeah. twice now. It's not the once, yeah, it's twice. It's been twice. Yeah. It'd be one thing if it was just once. Like, okay, that's a little weird. Maybe mm-hmm. he's just like he was just talking about being about starving. Right. So, but I mean, but it's twice now. Yeah. Do we, how many times do we need for it? Then check mm-hmm. on him. Or if they checked on him, why haven't we seen it? It's a little confusing. Right. But after Jake passes out, we see Katura. She somehow gets left alone at the camp. I'm not sure what happened here. It looked like. Did you know she hates Bruce? Yes. Caleb and Jake went to go get water. So Bruce and Kelly were off doing something, I'm guessing. And she comes back. She's like, oh, no one's here. I'm going to look for an idol. Mm-hmm. And this was a really good scene for Caleb, I thought, because. It wasn't a good scene for Katura. It was not opinion. a good scene. Katura's definitely dropped down for me quite a bit. Yeah. But she's looking for an idol. And, and Caleb and Jake are coming up the path. And Caleb was like, hey, Katura, what's going on? And everybody catches up with her. And she yeah. tries to lie. She drops her stick. Right. And and they all know she's lying. Yeah. But the thing about this is she's like way too like, oh, hey, guys, I was just looking yeah. for you. <laughs> it was too obvious. Where it wasn't, been? wasn't how she normally talks any other time. Right. That we've seen. That we've seen. Yeah, um, exactly. But the way Caleb ha- handles was like, hey, I called out to you to protect you. To yeah, let to you know, warn you. To warn you that everyone's coming. And so he he gets in good with Katura that way. But he's like, yeah, we all saw you. We right. all saw you. We all saw you. And yeah. to let her know, because I mean, if you were my ally, I would want to know that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And Katura liked this. Mm-hmm. Katura liked it. She thinks Caleb's working with it's her. It's like kind of half and half. It's like half bad for Katura, but also half good. But yeah, I agree with you. Across the board, good for Caleb. It's good for Caleb. Across the board. And then we get a little Caleb. montage of Caleb, you know, working well with Jake and yep. working well with Bruce. Yeah. And then he says, now I need to get in with Kelly because I need to get in. She's the last person on yes. the list, basically. And then we show him having a good conversation with Kelly. They seem to be connected. And because he pay, he pays her the compliment, I guess, mm-hmm. of telling her that she's the smartest player out there. And he, she's the only one that we've seen him tell about Sabaya and the idol. So he tells Kelly, hey, there was an idol here. Sabaya had it. And it went home with her. Yeah. Um, and Big I'm info. telling you this because I trust you and I want to work with you. This feels important. Like they took time out of their mm-hmm. day. And it's, it's not just like a general Caleb gets along with everybody. This is like specifically on Kelly. And that's why I said like the past few weeks when we did our winter analysis last week, check it out if you didn't listen. Uh, I was like, Kelly, it seems like even though she hasn't been important because she hasn't gone to tribal yet, they still check in on Kelly. Yes. Like, what is Kelly up mm-hmm. to? And it's in a more subtle way than they do with Caleb or mm-hmm. Emily, which feels very overt. Right. Feels very overt the way you check in on Caleb and Emily. And I'm starting to get worried that maybe Caleb and Emily are like the... Uh, jesse and carla from yes, 43 i know that's what it's I'm like thinking. too overt and it's like the whole time we thought it was those two but we're like it's too obvious mm-hmm. with those two and it's like shoot are we about to get in our gabler winner i mean it would be funny if i got completely blindsided on the winner i, I don't think kelly would be a gabler winner i feel like my eyes are more open though ready for like yes i wasn't ready in 43 like mm-hmm. gabler one i was like i was like there's no way this guy was gonna win but like who right. am i like right now that i was on brando like that mm-hmm haha ha. i'm kind of but on sifu like Jay that Maya and sifu i guess are the next two yeah. i'm thinking like dead in the water at the moment mm-hmm. kendra somewhat but we're going to the merch so i think kendra's gonna get some numbers back sure with her Bella be a tribe po- yeah yeah like if it was no not a merge she'd be dead in the water mm-hmm. supposedly come next tribal right yeah i agree but i, <laughs> I mean same with sifu and Maya though they're about to get the whole reba tribe maybe the reba tribe sticks together and goes reba strong and knocks out a couple Bella members to make them really the dominant alliance. Right. I don't know. So I was still back on like a hidden winner kind of thing. I don't think Kelly's been Kelly to me is, hasn't been portrayed that much as maybe in the first couple of episodes, we didn't hear from her at all really. But the last couple of episodes, like you said, 
have increased her narrative a lot and it's shown to be important. I just don't think she's had the opportunity to really do much. She gameplay. hasn't been skunk though. Remember even back when we were on Bello, we would check in on the stupid and I say stupid now only in retrospect, the stupid alliance of her and Brando that never mm-hmm. went anywhere, but we were checking in with Kelly. That was her content. First couple episodes. Yeah. Like Kelly was in the middle of this Bello tribe. Well, Brando's gone now. So that was clearly not about Brando. It was about mm-hmm. Kelly. Right. Why else do we spend any time on it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that was very minor. And that was like in the third episode. But I'm episode. saying that they even, they took time out of their day to show that. Yeah, I'm not arguing with you. And him. this I'm is why I say winter you. analysis happens outside the winter analysis <laughs> portion of the podcast. Because it's like, this is stuff that I might not remember. And when we get to that, when the final, when we talk later in this podcast, right. I'll bring it up tomorrow with Rebecca. But yeah, it's just like, why do we keep checking in with Kelly? And I kind of get the same. I don't know. Like Katura and Bruce are very straightforward in terms of storyline. But Kelly's like, why do we keep checking in with Kelly, though? You know? Sure. Like she's not doing anything spectacular, but we're checking in with her. So I don't just keep that. Keep that in the back of your brains there. If Kelly. Kelly makes the final three based on the constant subtle like stuff they give us, I would not be shocked at the moment. Mm-hmm. at the moment we'll see how the game progresses brought to hit the merge we'll see what really happens but right. it seems like they're spending time to make sure we know she exists and that she's doing stuff even though there has not been a tribal for her yet right so all right uh what's next are we going back to reba next or are we still with I think we're back yes to reba next. next is reba and how sifu has made a fake idol bro before that reba disrespects sean yeah we talked about that but this is the scene where they actually do it. I know it's the scene where they actually did it, but we already talked about it. Well, I'm talking about it. <laughs> I was baffled because the way the way it was presented last episode felt like it was a heroic exit for Sean. We as an audience all said, what a, you know, what mm-hmm. a wuss for ditching out. Yeah. You know, but the show was like, it seemed almost like he, he did get his heroic exit. But then Jeff in exit, pre- uh, Jeff in his press post episode last week was like, yeah, Sean sucks. <laughs> I mean, that's not how Jeff said it. I'm paraphrasing it, but he did the same thing with Hannah. He's like, after Hannah quit, we decided to reevaluate completely our casting department. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if he did the same thing with Sean. And it's funny because on the On Fire podcast, which is why I wanted to bring hone in on this for a second, on the On Fire podcast, he said, you know, uh, Hannah and Sean misses. We, you know, people like Caleb are great. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny because Caleb was one of the people that Adam recruited for the show that they've mm-hmm. been dissing on yeah. multiple times. In fact, Jeff's used Caleb as the example for why you don't need people like Adam to help you, which I thought was funny because Caleb got help from Adam. Ironic. <laughs> How could Jeff mess that yeah, up? Yeah, insert the Al- Al- Alanis Morissette song ironic right here because it really was. It really was ironic. <laughs> that was funny. Mary's not getting a kick out of it, but I got to get no, kick out of it. No, I'm just confused how Jeff could like mess some- that up so badly. Oh, this is not the first time, Jeff. I mean, this is not the first time I've messed up something either. To be clear, I mess up stuff all the time. But you're right in a pre-recorded podcast where you think they would be honed, especially when they're like going out of their way to diss on Adam, but without saying his name. Yeah. You think they would have gotten their facts straight. If they're really because like it's weird for Jeff to like like the casting department must feel really like dumb because right. they cast two quits and Adam cast Brando, Brandon. I mean, <laughs> Brandon Brand- was a hot mess. Brando. Brando didn't do anything wrong. No. And Brand- Caleb's great. Brando is, was a fine yeah. castaway member. Yeah. Like he tried to do stuff. He tried Adam to play. can't control what they do on the island. Adam, yeah. Adam helped Brandon back in like 2016, by the way, which is so long ago. Yeah. So probably almost doesn't even count. <laughs> almost doesn't even count. But I am saying that Brandon was good casting. I mean, he was a mess, but he was good casting for two was episodes. He? he was. He wasn't a good player. 
Brandon, Mary, he did not quit. Unlike Hannah and Sean, Brandon didn't quit. He was just a hot, hot, hot mess. Sure, but he could practically not play the game at all. Uh, so n- Agreed. But he was a hot, hot, hot mess and it made for an entertaining two episodes. Sure. Personal opinion. You can okay. disagree. It's fine. But what I'm saying is I just thought that was weird in the On Fire podcast, mm-hmm. which, by the way, has been a, di- a disappointment this season is is now the Rick Devins podcast. Nothing against Rick Devins. I, six, I just wanted more BTS behind the scenes stuff from Jeff, frankly, from other seasons. So Yes. We have heard. Mary's heard it more often than the rest of you. That's why she's like, all right, can we move along? I'm just like, every week I get more disappointed, okay? Okay. All right. So, yes, let's go to Reba. They disrespect Sean, which that was funny. Um, I will say, I also wrote good. That was my note about that scene. Good. Uh, folk, they do focus on Dee and her backstory. Mm-hmm. Can you tell everyone about this? This, unlike Jake. This felt a little bit more forced. Yeah. I mean, it made sense because it did actually come up in their conversation about Sean. Um, and quitting. Yeah. Because they're talking about, you know, I just can't can't believe he quit. I would never be able to quit. And wow. so. Yeah. What a dork. He's like, yeah, I can never quit because my family gave up so much for me and they mm-hmm. came from Cuba and they suffered and they struggled and they had nothing. And so how can I complain when they've done everything, gave up everything mm-hmm. for me and you know, I'm doing this for them. So. She has like a better reason, I guess, for it's an okay reason to insert a sob story, but sure. Jake's was felt really natural. Jake Jake's did feel way more natural, obviously. Yeah. But I mean it's fine. It was These are the only two we've gotten all season. Is that important? Mm, we got a minor one from Brando that I remember. Yeah, well he's gone. So I'm not I know. I'm talking about in terms of winners. No, I'm just I'm just saying. Nobody else has gotten a legit sob story aside from Jake and D now. And I want to keep track of this because this Almost felt like I was like Jake's felt natural, but this mm-hmm. felt kind of felt like two. And it's not like this is one too many this episode, right? But the fact that it hadn't happened until now, and then they decided to do two of them, right? And it's like I was waiting for a third one. Frankly, I was like, "Is this the winner? Is this the winner hint? Are we gonna get three? And this is their way of saying, hey, here's the final three of the season. It's not no. the match chat you're looking for. You look for the sob story chat.' No. <laughs> I was hoping Emily got a sad <laughs> backstory." Uh, before I was a financial analyst, I was super smart in high school. Like, uh, you know, mm. like the Xander yeah. sob story. Like, uh, before when I was in middle school, I was fat. And then I stopped being fat because I went through puberty and now I'm <laughs> awesome. That was so Xander's backstory, by I the way. <laughs> My favorite backstory of all time. I know. Yes. I used to be fat in middle school and then I grew up. Xander's backstory. Yeah, ta-da. So, Did you know Couture hates Bruce? Moving on from the backstories and the c- continuing bad jokes. Uh, <laughs> we get, we finally see... A reason that Sifu doesn't fit in with his tribe. We finally get we some did. content. And this was a really bad social move. It Sifu was is not good socially. Apparently. Really awkward. Really bad. <laughs> Sifu- For weeks we wanted to see what was going on. Right. And I'm glad. I'm glad they finally gave us some more content. Even though it did feel like the first half of this episode dragged just a bit. Like it was like a, it, it was good to see this. So Sifu tells Jamiah with I think Julie was laying right there too. But that his favorite thing in martial arts is push hands where you fill out your opponent. You kind of get to, get to know them and see how they're going to react to you and how you should take them down. And it's just his favorite thing. And Jeremiah's like, mm, is cool. he trying to intimidate me? Yeah. And he is walks he away. Me? And yeah. And Jeremiah's like, that's not going to intimidate me. Sorry, yeah. buddy. And Julie's like, mm-hmm. and it was just, it was, why are we, I know Sifu feels like he's on the outs. And he's like, I have a fake idol. Yeah, he told and them. He tells Dee and Julie, and they were like, okay. He told them all about his <laughs> fake idol. 
and which they apparently believe that is real, which I still don't understand. But how they also why. don't really care. Like right. no care is really shown for that by them. Well, so it makes me wonder if it even matters. It was right. more like showing how bad Sifu is versus mm-hmm. if it's successful or not. I agree. I they are taking it into consideration way more than they should, considering that they know that Drew and Austin have the so idol dumb. from Reba. But anyways, Sifu's on my team too. He's yeah, on my picks team. Yeah, I know. Bad, bad <sighs> on you. I have Austin. He's gonna tank my team, dude. Why I've been doing so well. Lately. Yeah, I but know. anyways. For those who are wondering, we're on the Make Your Picks app on uh, it's on iTunes and it's on um it's on Android. And my team right now is Bruce Emily, which I feel good about, even though all this negative Bruce content, I don't like that. Jake, Katura, and then Sifu. And Sifu's like the weak link. I mean Bruce is kind of a weak link, but Sifu's and Katura really hasn't done anything either. So besides, first off, Katura hates Bruce, besides, and that should be getting me points every week. Besides winning immunity, you don't have much going for Ongoing you. Ongoing rivalry should be points. And right. I will bring this up with no, I won't. <laughs> so back to Sifu. Yeah. If if you feel like you're on the bottom, mm-hmm. don't start threatening your other teammates. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good lesson for anyone who's listening and plans on going survivor. Don't don't Russell Hans your teammates. Yeah, especially if you have no allies. Just today, I was working on Russell Hance's Heroes versus Villains story video. And he just const I mean, it is three, four, tenfold from Samoa how much he's just threatening people mm. when he's in the lead. At least Sifu here, I guess, is down like number wise. Like yeah. he's not in the lead bullying people. But yeah, it's just like I, I know he thinks I can intimidate Jamaya. She's like a small woman and I'm a larger man. Mm-hmm. But that's not how this is not a physical game yeah maybe this on is the a mental game this is a social word. game yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah it wasn't it just wasn't great and it, it finally like okay i i see it he yeah. could be a fun guy but his social Golly. game is terrible so. it's just like a worse version of bruce yeah bruce can be a fun guy but his social game is like all over the place at as least well. bruce is kind of funny yeah at least bruce can be funny yeah, yeah. well see i feel like sifu could be funny but it's more of the way more annoying than Imagine Katura and Sifu on the same track. When Lulu won <laughs> immunity and Jeff said, hey, you want immunity to go back to camp? Bruce says a little dance. I was like, dang it, too bad Katura didn't see this so she could disapprove because <laughs> she hates Bruce. I don't know if you knew that. But like Bruce, and Bruce said, like, his little, I, I'm doing it right now, by the way, for those who can't see me because this is a, an audio podcast. Really? Uh, I'm dancing right now like Bruce did <laughs> and Katura did not see him and I was disappointed <laughs> by that. Like, it was the most, that was the most disappointing part of the night for me. Well, you can be happy knowing Katura saw at home tonight, I'm sure. I thought for sure Reba was going tribal with how much like they were setting it up. I thought we were going to tribal with Reba. There's so much talk of who's next. Yeah. So I wonder if there with how much talk there was, I, I, I truly feel like J. Maya or Sifu is gone. I don't know. Like if J. Maya is really going to jump on a grenade and the way D's like, what if we just vote off J. Maya instead? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but, the, but we, if they do earn the merge, which I think they're doing next week. So like only half of el- everybody's eligible, which I don't like. Mm-hmm. <sighs> will that matter? Like who will be eligible? Is Sufu really going to be on the losing team when pushing that massive boulder for the fifth time in a row is now like the most important part of that task? I mean, I know there's a puzzle at the end, if I recall correctly. I forgot how this whole thing goes. Boulders. Well, they could change it. it up. They've been changing up the challenges yeah, a little bit. Maybe. But then I saw a guy on Reddit. Remember this? A few weeks ago, I brought this up. He went to fiji and then oh, ran yeah. across all those used survivor props mm-hmm. and he found the big boulders painted in new colors but that True. was for 46 to be fair and that's not spoilers by the way 
like them using the boulders. I just want mm. somebody's bound to say it's spoilers. No, it's not. It's just the stupid well, boulders they've used for way, like four seasons now. You never know. And yes, I think I do think that Sifu and Jemai will be early, mm-hmm. early merge boots for sure. It's just the way Reba is like ready to just. I mean, Reba hasn't voted any of their own off, so they're probably just mm-hmm. like they're probably willing to. Like if uh, Bellow's like, oh, we want to. We we don't like that you have the numbers. Like, oh, we're willing to sacrifice <laughs> Sifu. We can we'll give you Sifu. Oh, that's what I'm saying. They're willing to sacrifice Jemaya too. Yeah. As long as those core four stay strong. Yeah. Then they can sacrifice Sifu and Jemaya. They don't care. Yeah. Those two, Jemaya and Sifu, for five episodes now, have never been shown to really be a part of. Mm-hmm. They've always been like off in the distance while sure. the real people are in the story the real important people are doing their stuff so right because if you think about they're it they're superfluous to the story drew and austin are gonna assume emily's still with them which she may or may not be i mean she has no reason not to be frankly. right and they might think that oh emily can pull over caleb and then there you go you i wonder if that's part of emily's decision knowing that if i vote for bello i'm giving reba majority and i'm gonna be with reba mm-hmm. and if she pulls in caleb that's kind of dangerous Obviously, it's not going to be a pagonging, but them with Reba would be seven. Yeah. Sorry. No, them with Reba would be eight. There's nobody from Reba's gone yet. There's all six of them still. Sure. We're assuming Sifu's still there, too. Yeah. Well. But Caleb has been shown to have really good alliances with his tribe. Anyways, we can talk about. Emily and Caleb could be replacing JMI and Sifu. Right. That's what I'm saying. And they could be back to six. I don't know if I want to be in a final six, but hey, at this point, numbers are numbers. Numbers like go at the early merge, he's trying to figure out what's going on. Numbers are numbers. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Uh, so we go over to Bello, and Drew's like, I play Pokemon competitively. (laughs) And Brand, this is so Brando wants to connect with Drew, and I think this is when it went wrong. Are you ready? Yes, Drew's like hardcore. He's like, I play Pokemon competitively. He's, Mm -hmm. I assume he means card game or he means Pokemon you play in your Switch. Brando says, I like Pokemon Go. And mm-hmm. that is a casual game you play on your phone. It's not the same. I could be wrong. Am I misunderstanding? I mean, I know you don't know anything about Pokemon, though. Well, from what I saw, yes, he did say I still play Pokemon Go continuously. But then he goes on to to do all this, like, statistical mm-hmm. stuff that seemed to be more of the real Pokemon game. I have game. not played Pokemon Go. So maybe that's what they were talking about the whole time. Plus, Drew, at, at one point, Drew says, I just pay guys to hack my characters (laughs) so I can get the characters I want or something like that. that, You can't do that and go without being banned because it's an online game. So I wonder if he's getting hacked on his switch. I think that the, yeah, I think that they were talking about the same thing, whatever, same platform. I thought the divide started by talking about a casual game versus (laughs) I play Pokemon. No, I play Pokemon for real. I know it's a game aimed at 10 year olds. And by the way, I say this lovingly. I have played every Pokemon except for the newest one. I haven't played it yet. I've not played Scarlet or Violet. I've been waiting for it to go on a good sale Mm -hmm. because I heard how disappointing it was. So anyways, I played them all. Love them all. Well, love most of them. (laughs) So I I thought that was that. I'm like, oh, they're talking about different games. I'm like, Brand, that's why they're not going to get along. No, Brand is like, I want to work with you. Nerd Alliance. And Drew's like, no. But yeah, that was really bad on Drew's part. Last week, you said this during the winter analysis. You said Drew is not that great socially. He's not. Outside of Austin, he's really not. Right. He's I think he thinks too much of himself at this point. We see it a lot of the times where you think you're on the numbers. So somebody comes to you with the lines from the other side and you're like, oh, OK, well, nah, maybe, I have no, the numbers. No, no. I don't need you. But you never know what's going to happen. This never game. know. Never. And 
you you could have no intentions whatsoever of going with that person. It doesn't matter. What if Austin came back from the journey, which he was on when he said no? Right. What if Austin came back with no vote with and you no needed vote. Brando's vote and you needed Kendra yeah. gone, but yeah. you told him no? Right. You didn't know what Austin was coming back with or without. Sure. If Austin lost another vote, he couldn't use the goodwill. Mm-hmm. I mean, he would have had to make his idol into a one use idol. That's the only way. Like yeah. it was so like you're burning a bridge for no reason. Right. There's exactly. no reason. It, there was there was no reason. It just it came across really cocky. It's like, yeah, no, I don't really need you. It felt but almost thanks. like what we joked Emily. We thought Emily might do this come merge. Yes. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Emily. It was Drew. No, Emily came out really well in this episode, which we can talk about in a minute. But I, you could be right. Sure. Drew could have been like this kid. He doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm the professional here yeah. and he's going on but and on about statistics, whatever. But yeah, it's definitely ego. Yeah. And so he just didn't, he, he wasn't on board with it and it was sad because I like Brando and he, he, he apparently wasn't really truthful when he said, Hey, let's vote out Kendra. I'll give you my shot in the dark. But I, it seemed like he was at least willing to work with them for a while. So I don't know. It's a tricky conversation too. If you like, Oh, I play Pokemon competitively. I mean, I've been there when people are like, oh, I watch Survivor. And it's like, okay, now I got to feel out this conversation. How much about Survivor do you know before mm-hmm. I go off the deep end right. and with like talks? Like, mm-hmm. do you remember XYZ? Like, my parents watched Survivor and I brought Tony Vlachos mm-hmm. and they had no idea who I was talking about. Okay. <laughs> like, and I, so I know what their level of knowledge is, if right. you get what I'm saying. Right. But if somebody else brings up to me, I know I like Survivor. It's like, okay, feeler questions. Uh, I mean, we didn't get to see feel our questions, but what I'm saying is maybe I don't know. And and so you really got to drop your ego if you're like, I'm really passionate about X and mm-hmm. this person doesn't know the same thing about X. And they're just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just, I don't know if that has anything to do with it. But the fact that they, they focused on it and then he goes mm, no to the nerd alliance. Yeah, it's like it almost felt like an ego thing from Drew. Right. And Brando, though, he was like, well, I wasn't really planning on working with Drew anyways. Well, Brando actually might have been in your best interest, bud, to work yeah. with. I mean, though Drew did blow you off and Austin wasn't there to talk to as well. Well, I felt Austin might have been like, hey, actually, we should take up Brando's yes. offer. Yeah, I think I felt I got the feeling that Brando was being genuine up until Drew kind of shut him down because he was talking about in his confessional how he really liked Drew, how he connected with Drew. I didn't like Kendra, how mm-hmm. he didn't connect with Kendra and how he really wanted to work with Drew. And then the first time we hear him saying, oh, I wasn't really being real. Yeah, it was like after no, Drew. It was a joke. After Drew turned him down. Also say face. Yes. So he was trying well. to, I think that's really what uh, happened. Because he's used. He, well, he's just used to being the socially awkward outcast uh, okay. kid. And he tried to make a move with granted another kind of socially awkward nerd. He's like this guy I connect with. Yeah. yeah. But he. That, that so Drew, Drew's ego is too big and Brando guy's e- his ego hurt so he yes. shrunk he's yeah. like oh no I didn't want to work with right. him anyways yeah you know when I kissed that girl or I tried to kiss that girl I wasn't really trying to kiss her I was just trying to hug her that's why <laughs> so she rejected my kiss and hugged me that's what I wanted yeah is this a story from your own life this is high school okay it happened all right we've all been there yeah okay. one hug everybody knows the rules you think she likes you you go for the kiss she hugs you instead I'm not married to her you want to always want to point that out i'm glad we got some some <laughs> some wesley sob backstory today. oh yeah this was totally earned it wasn't forced at all all right uh, so I, I don't even remember anything else i just remember that and i was like well that thing, felt dumb <laughs> well the only thing else after in in below here is emily mm-hmm. says initially i wanted to go with old reba with drew and austin yeah but 
numbers would be better on Bella. Which, I feel like they did this just so you didn't know yeah, for sure who's going tonight. Because because that doesn't make sense because no. Reba still has all the numbers. So numbers are the yeah. same either way. I know. And they just got time to kill. So I understand, yeah. I mean, Emily does. So I get why she even like, obviously you want to talk to both sides. That's a good social yes. game. Good job, mm-hmm. Emily. Mm-hmm. Pro Emily. Uh, but yeah, for the show's purposes, they're just trying to present. So when we go to tribal later that, oh, maybe Emily could pick the other side. Right. Uh, so that's really what they're doing here. And we've seen this many times before. This is actually the most normal episode out of all the episodes so far. It was, yeah, and next week's going to be back to somewhat. Crazy. It, might, it might be uh, engineered chaos, but it's chaos nonetheless with the earn the merge. So oh. then we got your favorite part where Bruce acts like an old man. Did you know that Katura hates him? <laughs> and Katura hates him. She hates his stupid face. He says he's a lot. On Twitter today, Katura said, I hope my edit tonight is about more than me just hating Bruce. And I am paraphrasing again. And it really wasn't. Ew. <laughs> I mean, she Katura got like. In, she has you not seen Survivor when they get on a one track mind yeah. like myself. They do not let go. It's true. <laughs> she got a bit of the idol hunt, but that was it. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. really. She just doesn't like Bruce. Yeah. It's her. You have to accept this. And she already knows how this, is, how this ends. So. Yeah. I mean, if Bruce gets her out, that will be funny because that will be her whole storyline mm-hmm. like Ellie and Gabler Sad. or Josh and Jam Jam. Sad. Yeah. Somebody did say, though, I forgot all about this. In 42, Lindsay and Jonathan were at odds. They came from the same tribe. Mm. That might be... Uh, Jonathan was the huge buff guy. I know you remember I him. remember. You remember Lindsay? Yeah. Okay. I don't well, remember Lindsay, their beef. Like, they were kind of like friends at the beginning. And then by the end, Lindsay, like, hated his face for how he treated her. Like, she didn't like the way he went about things. But neither of them won. So this could be more in that vein. That's really the vibe I'm getting. Yes. Less so than Ellie Gabler. This is the big one for no. Gabler knockover or Jam Jam Josh. Jam Jam. I don't see either Josh. of them winning at this point. Yeah, I'm with you. Unfortunately, Bruce is dropping. Unf- yeah. I, even though I like Bruce. Even Caleb in this episode is like, yeah, Bruce is yeah. bossy. And I'm yeah. just saying, yes, sir. Uh-huh. Whatever you say until I can take Bruce him out. Bruce is being weirdly aggressive at dumb times. That's yeah, my that, comment on that's that. That's his Navy background coming out. Yeah. I'm not excusing him. Yeah, that's not that's a personality thing. It is. That's not the Navy. I mean, the mm-hmm. Navy has a lot of things, but it's like not everyone comes out of Navy like being weirdly aggressive at dumb no. times, making terrible jokes. Yes, that's dark the jokes. Navy. Well, there were all really dark jokes when <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, no, saying. we haven't heard any dark. Jokes I've from gone. Bruce. I've I I have dark jokes, but I keep them to myself now. Okay. <laughs> Did you? Well, I keep. Maybe I tell them to you. <laughs> I don't tell them on the podcast. <laughs> I can't. Gosh, I'm trying to keep us like you know. <laughs> I actually sometimes agree with Bruce. At yeah. least in this episode, like I hate when people talk, 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 talk about something. Mm-hmm. Just get it done and just don't do it. Yeah. So I, there, are, you definitely could handle it better, yes. and he could handle it better. And I also agree with him. If you just do it, if the fruit is ripe. And you don't have any other fruit. You eat the fruit today. Like yeah. you don't know what else is coming. You want a reward. You didn't know that. But it's how you go about it. Right. Especially so, when you're the old man of the group and everyone else is in their 20s. Right. Survivor and can't you cast have a, anybody above 35. Right. And you have the experience and the wisdom. And they're like, well, I don't know. Should we eat the banana? Should we not yeah. eat the papaya? Yeah. I don't know. That, that is frustrating, especially if Bro, you're hungry and tired. Obviously. Right. So I get it. I do. I get Bruce. I get what he's saying. I get Here's the thing. It. The story is showing us this. This could have been the end of a 15 minute conversation about eating this papaya. Oh, but yeah. the way the story's telling it is Bruce just snapped. Yeah. Which is more telling about where we're going. 
versus the reality is if we got this whole conversation unedited, we might mm-hmm. all be on Bruce's side mm-hmm. by the end of the dumbness of watching it. But <laughs> it the show be. presented it as Bruce went too far. Right. Even though we all could be on Bruce's side by the end of the conversation, we're like, actually, we've been talking for 15 minutes about this. Just eat the stupid papaya. But going into a challenge, people do say he is overtly bossy and yeah. it could have been a shorter conversation. I'm yeah. just saying I get both sides here. Yeah. Well, the, and the point of the story, and that's what we're really focusing on here, is that Bruce can be fun, but Bruce also like he has like almost like two modes. Like Drew said, mm-hmm. he has two modes by the Drew Basile. I don't know where the Basile modes been. I haven't seen Basile. I've seen only Drew. Oh well, maybe Basile was the was is the ego. Is Basile the bad the bad social yeah, game player? The the bad boy who thinks yeah. or who thinks he's a bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> turning down other nerds uh yeah drew plays pokemon competitively <laughs> but basile says no to alliances <laughs> that's it <laughs> there you go all right so bruce who by the way katara hates i don't know if you knew that about her well one more thing about that really quick mm-hmm. i think the important part here is how we're shown how people react to bruce so yeah kelly's like okay yeah i could work with bruce season number she literally Kat- says People like Bruce. Mm-hmm. Katura just hates Bruce. Hates his Caleb face. Caleb says, sure, Bruce is annoying, but I'm going to work with him. I'm going to listen to what he says. Until I take him out. Yeah. Like, I'm going to show Which him. Which might be telling of where this is going. I'm going to show him I'm no threat. I'm going to just lay mm-hmm. low and then I'm going to take I'm him gonna out. I'm going to strike when I need to. Yeah. yeah. So I think that is what's interesting. Caleb has the best perch. Yes. Caleb yes. definitely has the best perch. Though I, d- I thought it was interesting that when Kelly had her little thing, she was like, people like Bruce. Like, Kelly, that means Kelly likes Bruce mm-hmm. specifically because we know Katura doesn't. Yeah. Jake likes Bruce. Mm-hmm. Half this tribe likes Bruce. Yeah. Caleb is like, mm, Caleb's could more, go without. Yeah, Caleb's more on Katura's side, but he's too good of a social pl- player to just be yeah. like, Bruce, you're dumb. Yeah. So actually more than half the tribe's on the side. Yeah. But the, it's really folks, oh, man, we're coming to a head at some point. Do you think at some uh, tribal council at some point, Katura's going to blow up and be like, Bruce, you're not funny. Your jokes aren't <laughs> funny. I hate your face. Yes, you know? probably. And Bruce can be like, like Dane just does like a little shimmy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Bruce would actually handle that situation. Well, we'll see. Man, I don't like that. That's where this is going. This doesn't feel like the fun Ellie versus Gabler or Josh versus Jam Jam, but hopefully it will be. All right. Brando, though, love. I mean, Brando loves Drew, which is unfortunate. Drew just rejected him. Okay. So J. Maya thinks this is the last thing we have for the immunity challenge. Jamiah thinks Sifu has an idol. So she says, I guys, I will jump on the grenade. I will tell Sifu I voted for him. By the way, who cares? Mm-hmm. Why do you have to tell him this? But the point is because they have they think he has since they think he has an idol. Mm-hmm. So actually benefit for Sifu. They, since they think he has it, they want him to vote for Jamiah so they can lay all their votes on him. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't suspect it coming. And I was thinking through him like they could do a split vote. D and Julie could. Right. So they know. Listen, track me here. Okay. Sifu cannot vote for himself. Right. So he votes for anyone. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter who. Let's say he votes for J. Maya because that's the game plan here. Right. Remember, they think Sifu has an idol. Mm-hmm. D votes for Sifu. They got two votes on Sifu. Julie votes for J. Maya. So Sifu does play an idol, even though we know he doesn't have one. But let's say he does because that's what they're thinking. Strategically, they think he has one. He plays. He negates the two votes. There's a vote on J. Maya, vote on Sifu. They revote. They re- they vote off Sifu or J. Maya. That's the way to go about it. See, J. Maya is voting Sifu. Sifu is voting J. Maya. Those are guaranteed locked votes. Mm-hmm. If Sifu was to negate two votes, there would still be a vote on J. Maya and a vote. Uh, uh, sorry. And there wouldn't be a vote on Sifu. It would be just be a vote on J. Maya. Uh, J. Maya would go. All I'm saying is. Or There's four s- votes total. 
Yeah, Sifu votes for Jemaya. Jemaya votes for Sifu. D votes for Sifu. Julie votes for Jemaya. Jemaya goes. Because Sifu negates two votes. I'm saying Sifu doesn't have an idol, and I know this, and I know I'm yes. overthinking this, but I'm saying is that from their position, that would actually be the best way to go about this versus just trying to trick Sifu and throwing all three three votes on Sifu, because what if he still played his idol that he supposedly had? Or his shot in the dark works if he played that. But there's no need to split the votes because if he's safe, the only other person, whoever Sifu voted for. But I they guess, can't guarantee he voted for Jay I Maya, guess you're and that's saying what I'm saying. Guarantee. So say he voted for D, that would yes. have been a better example. Or if he voted for, sorry, I my apologies. That's really, thank you for saying. clearing it up. Yeah. yeah. So let's say he votes for D or Julie. They can, when they re-vote, they get rid of Jay Maya. Yes. That's what I was, sorry, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for clearing it up. On paper, it made more sense before I said it no, out loud I under, with my mouth. I understand what you're saying now. <laughs> yeah, that would be probably the better bet moving that forward. That would be the best bet for D and Julie. If there was just Reba moving but forward. But it's not going to be, so. Sure, but when I we talked about tonight. I was like, that's actually the way to go about it. Split I, your two votes. I do think D is on to something when she's like, I mean, J Maya really isn't a part of our alliance and she's not helpful no. in challenges. So if there wasn't a merge, why I guess why wouldn't you? But does J Maya go next episode and then we get the hilariousness of her being like, This is my best day ever today, and then tomorrow she's voted off. I honestly I don't I said J Maya is not gonna make it past the merge. But how is she is not a threat? She doesn't have any alliances and she's not a physical threat. So Sifu would go before Jemaya and I I don't see Jemaya actually going anytime soon. Going into the Mm post-merge, I would vote off Sifu before Jemaya. Right. Because, yeah. So the next one's earn the merge, which means technically whoever's voted off does not make the merge. Sure. Technically. Sure. All right. Well. Before we get to the immunity challenge, let's do it, Mary. Let's do board game time. And this one, do not skip. I know some of you skip. Don't skip. This is a survivor game. I mean, unofficially. It's called Castaways. Mm -hmm. Mary, can you tell everyone about it? So this is probably the best survivor game we've ever played. I saw a survivor themed game. Oh, yeah, because we played the official survivor board game and it was was just okay at best. Yeah, it was just okay. This is basically (laughs) the closest thing you can get to playing survivor but it's in unofficial. A game. Right. Yeah. In a game. And definitely unofficial. It's not like Survivor Sanction. But nope. I mean, it's it's awesome. You get castaways who have different strengths and weaknesses. You play challenges. There's camp life. There's, you vote each other off. You vote each other off. I mean, there's hidden advantages. I'm not hidden. It's definitely for the Survivor super advantages. Fan. Yes. It's yeah. definitely like we did play this with some people who had never really watched mm-hmm. Survivor and they still got into it and enjoyed it. But their um, strategy was so simplistic. Yeah, I'm sure. I like them, but it's so simplistic. <laughs> Did I lose to them? Yes, but yes. it's so simplistic. And then we play with people who love Survivor yeah. and watch Survivor all the time. They watch every week. And we, we just had a blast. I mean, the, the times when we're like talking before tribal about who to vote out. I mean, it was like intense. I'm mm-hmm. just like, can I actually trust this person? Are they going to vote with me or not? Yeah. And, and it's best to play not at the kitchen table so you can go around and whisper to people. Sure. Like so most board games, you go to the kitchen table or like a big table. But in this case, like almost like go to the living room where you just have like a little coffee table mm-hmm. because it's all cards, as you can tell from the images on screen. But if for sure you want to get up and whisper to people during the because you do how it basically goes, you get daily mail, you do camp life, you do a challenge and then you go to tribal mm-hmm. and there are like tribal twists. There are in uh, I forgot what the official words. It's called tribunal instead of tribal. You guys know what we're talking right. about. They got individual immunity. They got uh, uh, idol nullifiers, immunity idols, but they have their own words for them. Just safety I mean, amulet and amulet. Yeah, nullifiers. they use word yeah. other words, but even now there's amulets and survivors. Right. <laughs> These other words. Anyways, it's great. They sent us a copy, uh, but they also sent us a copy to give away. 
Yeah. So link in the description if you want to buy it. It's by a big fan. He lives in South Africa. Clint is his name. And we're giving away a copy. So if you want to enter, we will announce the winner next week. All you do, all you need to do is comment your favorite player and why. If you just comment the favorite player, you're not going to win. But if you comment why, you have a chance of winning. And like the video. Mm-hmm. So like the video, comment your favorite player and why. And we will announce the winner next week. You must be in the U.S. because I have to ship it myself. And it gets quite expensive if I ship it to anywhere but the U.S. <laughs> so you must be within the 50 United States, please. All right. I will consider Canada. I will consider it. Wow. <laughs> but please be in the United States, the 50 United States. <laughs> Thank you, by the way, for sending us the games. Yeah, we, we really had a lot of fun. Link in the description it is so good and it's not even expensive. All right. So. We go to the immunity challenge, Mary, and this is Mm -hmm. your bag. What is the immunity challenge? (laughs) So this immunity slash reward challenge, one at a time, you have to race through a three level obstacle course and get three keys. And then once everyone is through, the fourth player has to search through the keys to find the right one that will unlock a long hook and you have to unwrap the cord. So this is something new new that we said we hadn't seen before where the hook is unwrapping this cord, which you then pull and get all these sandbags. Then you have to take all your sandbags, race to a slingshot, and then use the sandbags to knock down three targets. I'm surprised we didn't get any slow-mo, by the way, during the sandbags part, like we did in some past mm-hmm. seasons, where the guy who shoots all the intro stuff, maybe he was spending all his time doing the intro stuff. He didn't have time to do the slow-mo. And maybe. Because they didn't know what to do with him once they stopped doing the theme song. They started using him for slow-mo during the show. But now we have the theme song. Again, I prefer so the theme song. Yeah, I do too. I prefer this focus on the theme song. I don't need slow-mo. To watch Ricard epically miss the stupid. I remember it burned in my brain. Ricard <laughs> missed the slingshot in slow motion. Yeah. And I'm like, I cannot believe I spent 10 <laughs> seconds of my life watching about it. And now here I am talking about it four seasons it's later. True, so. so it worked. No, it was not to the it was to the detriment, <laughs> not to the benefit. And also this challenge was reward. And we were joked today about <laughs> you guys don't even know. Not but five so minutes funny. before I said, Mary. I'm like, too bad. Mary. Mary. Too bad. I'm like, they don't do good rewards anymore. All they do now are like, oh, you get a bunch of large fish and they get Mary going, oh, Jeff, these fish are larger than you promised. <laughs> oh, thanks. And so what is, what is today's reward? Lots of big fish. Yep. Lots of big fish. <laughs> Unfortunately, Marianne was not there to tell them how amazingly large the fish are, though. I will. I want to point this out. These people could have known this. Let's track. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Track me. When I say track, we know we're about to go on a rabbit trail, but we're doing it. Buckle in up. 42, when he gave them the large fish, apparently in one of the large fish, we talked about this before, was an advantage. We talked about during 44 because on their on fire podcast during 44, Jeff said actually one of those fish that John uh, Jonathan ripped open, there advantage. was an advantage in it, uh-huh. but he just threw it away. He didn't know. He didn't know. He right? wasn't looking. He was, mm-hmm. he was just mindlessly ripping apart fish. So that podcast happened in the early days of 44, the first few weeks before this season was filmed. Did they hide an advantage in any of the fish? I don't know because we didn't see see them get the fish. So we didn't see anybody cook it and eat it yet. I wonder if that will be next episode. I wonder if they did it again is what I'm saying. And it's Uh, in this season. I think if it failed that badly in the first time, I wouldn't do it again. And also, no, Jeff said they're doing it again. Okay, cool. Oh, sorry. I don't know if he said that for sure. I remember him heavily implying that they like the idea because one person on the production team really wanted to do it and it didn't pan out because Jonathan just mindly. He <laughs> said if anybody else had done the fish, they would have found it. And I think it was an idle nullifier. Do not quote mm-hmm. me on that, but it was an advantage of some sort. Well, I think that'd be cool. But honestly, tonight, do you not think there would have been time in tonight's episode 
to show that because I felt like. Well, it would have been post immunity and that was pretty packed. Pre-immunity, I agree with you. There's time to burn. Okay, Wesley, it's an hour and a half either way. Yeah. We could have gotten to the immunity well, sooner. It, you're right. And it didn't live stream. It, it was pre-edited. So the right. immunity could have been early. I agree with you. I see what you're saying. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's not it was relevant tonight's story, though. It might be relevant sure. to next week. Or okay. it just didn't come up at all because yeah. it didn't happen. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. But when I say track me, I'm like, I could be wrong. If I was there, I'd be like, go look through these fish, you guys. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, look at these fish. Sure. I listened to the On Fire podcast before I came out here. All right. So, uh, yeah, Reba wins. Lulu gets second, and it wasn't even close. Austin couldn't even get any of them down for Blue because yeah, he was starving. W- he was starving. Well, he was also being a little cocky because they're all like, hurry up, or I forget what they're saying. They're saying stuff to him, and oh, take a study. It's okay. You got this. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I know I got this. No, Thanks, that was guys. Drew, I think. That was Drew. I know. That's from Austin. No, Austin was fine. It yeah. was Drew that I said lost. Austin missed the, the slingshot. Sorry, though. Drew lost the challenge for them though because yeah, he struggled a little bit getting the sandbag. And then they were like, pull hard on the rope. He's like, I am pulling yeah. hard on the rope. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Flipping idiots. <laughs> Mary, you bring out the Napoleon dynamite. And by the way, I say this as someone who has also struggled with like people telling me to do stuff. I'm like, I already know. Like, I like, yeah. so I say this from like personal experience. Like, it's annoying. But also, you like you have to grow out of it. Yeah, uh, and oh, I still I, sometimes struggle with it. Yeah, I hate when people tell me what to do when I'm doing it. Just the other no, day, I, I told Mary, I'm like, "Hey, you check out this book." And then later on, she's like, "Wesley, I was offended. You told me to check out the book. I already checked it out, and I didn't like it." And I'm like, "And she's like, and I told you about that." And I'm like, "Oh, I just forgot." So like, we Mary and I both know understand. So when we say Drew is an ego, it's not an attack. It's more of like we, we recognize, recognize ourselves. Yeah. But yes. Flipping idiots. And I can't say Drew Tina, lost. Eat your, eat your food. I can't, Gosh. I can't say that Drew lost this challenge for them. I just no, say it no, seemed no. like the way it was edited. Austin that he was like the slingshot. taking his sweet time about it. Yeah. And they, cause it was all like neck and neck up until that point. And then they got behind on the sandbags yeah. and then they just couldn't get any yeah. shots off. So yeah, it wasn't like a terribly bad loss. Like, well, it wasn't a blowout, but it was, it was still kind of, Kind of bad right there at the end for them. Um, I'm trying to raise money for college. Your mom goes to college. Okay. <laughs> Moving I was hoping on. you were going to say your mom goes to college, but you didn't seem like you were going to no, say it. No, I'm done with, right. the, done with the Napoleon Dynamite. <sighs> we watched jokes. it the other week. It's still a good movie. It's still a good movie. Napoleon Dynamite. Check it out if you haven't. Nacho Libre is the easier way to enter that kind of craziness and then go to Napoleon Dynamite because it's going off the deep end. You go straight to Napoleon Dynamite mm-hmm. for those who have not seen. All right. Because somebody the other week said they hadn't seen either. And I'm like, watch Nacho Libre first. An easier, casual, more nice way it's to entry. get into the deep end of Napoleon. It's Dynamite. the entryway drug. It's the entry, but there's only like two of them. Like, yeah, I, know. Oh, I wish they had made more good movies. Okay, so they then have a journey they have to do. By the way, Lulu wins. Bruce's little shimmy. Katura doesn't notice, therefore well, she cannot be annoyed that we saw Reba wins first. But yeah. yes, yeah. Who cares about Reba? So <laughs> Lulu wins. Bruce does a little shimmy. All right. So there's a journey. And Reba gets to pick who goes. Mary, tell us all about this. So Reba does rock, paper, scissors, and Jay Maya wins. Then they pick Kelly because she was sad about sitting out. I don't know. That's what yeah, they said. Kelly was a little annoyed that she had to sit out, but it worked out. So I guess, it, I guess. I mean, she showed, she, Jeff's like, Kelly, you look annoyed. She's like, yeah, but it's okay. I know that they showed it because she got picked because of it. But then it seemed like she didn't really want to be the deciding factor on the journey. But, anyways, and then Austin was picked because. 
in Jeremiah's words. As she says out loud in front of everybody. Yes. Oh, it's because he's old Reba and I want to get information oh from my him. Gosh. <laughs> and we're like, horrendous what? gameplay. What? It's just be like, uh, cause Austin was on Reba and I just want to say hi. I don't know. Like no, even that's like, pretty oh, yeah, bad. To get too. Like not even that. Yeah. And like, Austin's why like, those people, uh, we, we just threw out of a hat. I don't right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You just or say, you just say that's the tribe, the consensus the tribe came to, and that's it. Yeah, you just, just, that. just very general. Yeah. Um, With Jeff, you gotta be generic because he will hone in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So the only other interesting thing I had about tribal is that as they're, as Lulu is leaving, Caleb tells Bello, good luck. Mm-hmm. And with, well, he might be saying it to Emily, but basically yeah. it's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. But also, this is just his social play. He's just trying to be good with everybody. Yeah, he's gonna be such a big target. Right. And Bruce, Bruce did echo him. He's like, "Good luck, guys." Yeah. But yeah, and then we have the journey. I bet you Bruce is ninety to ninety-five percent nice all the time. Oh yeah. And then five percent is what Katura focuses on and just thinks about it all day. Sure, probably. Like that five percent, <laughs> like that's what Caleb's like. Sometimes Bruce is kind of bossy. Mm-hmm. Katura's like. This is why I've been telling everybody since day one. He played twice. Well, maybe 75, 25. <laughs> He's been on two seasons. <laughs> We're not on the beach. We don't Bruce, know. by the way, going on what, the next week's episode seven has played two seasons, seven episodes. This will be his first tribal finally next week. Oh, wow. And who knows if he'll even be eligible because be if he wins, for? if he's on the winning team, how many times can Bruce just not be eligible to vote off because he either a hit his head on a, on a piece of wood <laughs> Or B, just is on the dominant tribe. Mm. Bruce doesn't even know what a pre-merged tribal looks like. He laughs in the face of pre-merged tribals. Ha ha ha. And if he did that, Katura would be mad about it. Yes. So it's a good thing he hasn't done that. That we've seen. All right. So they go back to tribal without Sans Austin at Bellow. They go back to tribal? I'm sorry. They go back to their camp. Thank you. They do what they call a respectful scramble, which I kind of liked. It was kind of like, a, let's rotate people. We'll talk. I mean, it's only four of us. Yeah. How much there's gonna be two conversations. I mean, three conversations at most. Yeah. For each of us. And we already know that uh it's basically two two. Kendra. I mean, we didn't see Kendra and Drew talk, did we? Maybe. I, I feel like we that saw that was the only conversation we didn't see. We saw Kendra basically. and Emily talk. We saw Kendra and Brando talk. We saw Brando and Drew talk, but I don't remember Kendra and Drew. Maybe. I mean, Kendra did like have her eyes bulge out. I don't know if that was and then she was like, <laughs> she's a, she was a no, nut. This I th- you're right. We didn't, we did not see a she ate a worm and she's like, ah, I can't do this. She I'm a Libra. Tried, she tried to eat. <laughs> Libras can't make up their mind. <laughs> Kendra's a nut. We she have is. not gotten enough. Kendra is a nut footage on the show. Uh, yeah. So Brando offers Drew his shot in the dark and Drew's like, no, thanks. <laughs> Drew, just take it. What's the harm? Right? Well, if he's Brando's to bro- vote off Brando anyways and Brando's not going to be on the jury, who cares? I don't know if that was his vote. I, I at that it, point I don't think I know I don't think he knew at that point he was voting Brando. Maybe he did. I mean, it was either Brando or Kendra. If somebody offers right. you something, sure. I see I'm I'm a, not for that. If I'm going to vote somebody out, I don't want to take their shot in the dark. Like I just Give it it's to like me. it's not fair. Not, they offered it. He didn't ask for I it. I know. It's not right. Like, I can't say, oh, yeah, I'll take it and not vote you out and then vote you out. Like, I feel like it's such a tool. Like, I know it's a game, but You're I You're saying Drew has to be honest to a fault. Basically, yes. Yeah. Yes. To, to a big fault. Sometimes yes. he could just keep his mouth shut and say he says something. Yes. Yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. All right. So, <laughs> I see a lot of my, As I said, I see, see some of myself and Drew, unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately, on the negative side, I mean. Okay. So, Drew. So, Brando 
Brando tells Drew, hey, I'm willing to vote off Kendra. Mm-hmm. Now, Drew doesn't know that Brando doesn't really intend on voting off Kendra, but right. Drew doesn't care. Well, uh, Drew does. Drew did say in his confessional that he thought it was suspicious because it was just right away. Hey, here's my shot in the he dark. He threw under the bus too quick. And let's, yeah, he, he didn't even like try to fight. That was yeah. Drew's what he got I from see it. Saying. So he, he already was suspicious that Drew was lying. This anyways. is sus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, if I was Brando and I knew I was on the bottom and I wasn't connected with Kendra, mm-hmm. I, that would have been the logical choice for, for me. us. It made sense because earlier, I think earlier he had said that. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I Kendra and I like we're from Bellow mm-hmm. and that's about all we got. <laughs> maybe it, to me, it felt like that Drew, was during the Pokemon conversation. I think he said that. to us. Right. I think maybe Drew was looking for a reason to vote out Brando. Like I, that's kind of how I felt. Drew wants to be Fishback and he wants Austin to be JT. And that's kind of Fishback was not a jerk to people. But the rate they're going, if Austin and Drew at the end, Austin's getting the votes. Yeah. I mean, just like JT and Steven. Yeah. Maybe that's what they're foreshadowing. Maybe we're overlooking these two. Maybe Drew goes, does go to the end as Austin a go and has, Austin wins. Austin had some good content. Tonight, I don't know who the so. third person is because there has to be a final three Emily. Now. Yep. It could be Emily. Mm-hmm. I'd vote for Emily over. I mean, but Austin is charming and he's good. He's constantly good in conversations. You never see Austin coming out of a conversation being like, ooh, that was a bad move, Austin. He's just aligned with Drew. That's his only problem. Right. But Drew also is like all just, in on Austin. I was just thinking of the time when they lied about Sifu, but that real that was Drew. That's, You're right. Yeah. It was Drew. Yeah, Drew is the weak link yeah. here, not yeah. not Austin. Austin's the JT of the two. I see it. Mm-hmm. Well, and Emily, even though we saw some progress from Emily tonight, this section wasn't necessarily great for Emily, I don't mm-hmm. think, because she immediately takes what she heard from from Kendra and Brando, tells Drew. She takes what she heard from Drew and tells Brando and Kendra. And not that it was bad because it ended up working out. Yeah. And she really was just trying to get to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. But it's not great when you just go back and forth to each side and tell each side what the other person no, is saying. Yeah, not great. So not a great move on Emily's part tonight. And this is why I keep saying I don't think Emily will win even if she gets to the end is because she is too honest to a fault. Mm-hmm. Like she is just like going to say pretty much everything that comes to her mind. And that's not going to get you a win. It's just not. Um, again, in my opinion, but, yeah. but it wasn't necessarily a bad thing. And like I said, it ended up working out for Emily in the long run. Sure. 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 Okay. So we then go to the journey, mm-hmm. which I, my note was the journey. So I'm so, I'm so tired of it because they don't mix it up. It's the same every time. Like it's a different choice, but like, I'm, they I'm mixed just, it up tonight and I'm it was so halfway it. interesting. I'm so over it. Couldn't it caused they? a discussion in our marriage, which, you know, never happens. Yeah. Mary and I had to have a serious heart to heart sandwiches or amulets. So I do like that. I, well, the only part of this I like is that the sandwiches were there and present. It wasn't, yeah. Hey, if you don't pick this, you get mm-hmm. food back at camp or something. It was nope. no, you get it's right, right, here, right here, right now. Yep. Look at the temptation because mm-hmm. they know that if you, they promise you food back at camp, you don't know what it looks like. You don't, and it's me back at camp. Other people are going to see me eat it. Yeah. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. So being right there was very tempting. I hope someone got to eat it. It looked good. Oh, I wanted one. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like to save for later, I'm full. I ate pizza earlier. I said this. We do pizza on Wednesday around here, right? Get with the program. Uh, anyways. So the sandwiches or amulets comes up. Jay Maya is all in on the amulets, but the, the amulets are the same. I think as I don't know if they used were in 44. I think these were in 42. When in the beginning of 42, they all do their challenge. Remember halfway through, they're like, so I was like, okay, 
Nobody's looking. Cover yourself in mud yes, and blood. I do remember. So that. that's I don't know if it's in forty three or forty four, but I remember that in forty two, mm-hmm. and it was the same thing. There they were forced. Mm-hmm. Here they had a choice. I am pro choice. Yes, I am pro choice. Here, this is a good choice. Mm-hmm. I don't like when you're forced. Yeah, I'm with Austin. I think the this is a wrong move. Number one, now you want these people voted off, so you have an idol. It's not a real alliance. You're not really going to work together. If you all came from the, if it was him and Drew and Emily. It makes sense. Sure. Yeah, we'll use this and steal a vote or whatever the mm-hmm. all three of them, an extra vote, whatever all three of them are. It's combined. an extra vote, yeah. Yeah, definitely. We can use all, get an extra vote and make sure somebody goes home that we want. Mm-hmm. But in this case, when the heck, Austin said it right, when the heck are him, J. Maya, and uh, Kelly all going to agree on who they want out? Yeah. They're not. Mm-hmm. Him and J. Maya, maybe, because they both come from Rajoriba, but when the heck is, it's not, if it was Caleb, it'd be like, okay, well, at least he's like a swing. Sure. But it's not. Mm-hmm. It's Kelly. And like, well, you know, Kelly's great and all. When the heck is awesome? I, that's why I say that's why I'm sandwiches in this situation. I'm sandwiches. Right. No, I agree with you as far as like Austin did make a lot of sense, especially with the fact that, you know, he knew he wasn't going to be working with these people. He knew he was already going to be a threat come merge because of his physical strength. And he has an alliance. What is Jamai and Kelly thinking? So here? for I him, don't understand. it didn't make sense. But like I, I'm Explain. still I'm still kind of in the mindset of I am in. It's like getting to survivor and be like nah i i don't really want to play the challenge no. like when jeff says this are you ready and you're like nah i don't really want to play the challenge i'm not really here to play well that's colby's gameplay and here's versus villains <laughs> i just did a story video it's on patreon <laughs> jeff i'm ready to do the challenge right now no chocolate for me all right who's sitting out i am jeff <laughs> colby you just all right anyways that was hilarious that's no, what, I, that's what just, i'm saying though is this is a good social move to i think go for the sandwiches you all could enjoy a sandwich together you get a little bonding time nobody gets hurt I understand your strategy, but that, like that feels like a baby move versus like an adult move. Are you calling me a baby for one <laughs> yes. for taking the safe route on the sandwich? It's yeah. not about the sandwich. It's about not having a target on your back. And the amulet puts a target on your back because now it's like, well, I could vote off Jake or I could vote off Jay Maya because I got Jay Maya. All of a sudden this thing in my pocket's worth more. No, I that one dollar bill in your pocket becomes a 20. I get your strategy. I understand what Kelly you're saying. It becomes a hundred. You asked me to explain yeah. what I'm thinking yeah. and you're not letting me explain. Sorry, go ahead. So basically I'm just saying that if I am at survivor and I make the decision not to do a strategic move, it's like seeing the big advantage and not picking it up. I'm just saying, me personally, and I'm sure for obviously for Kelly and for Jemaya, it's like I am here to play this game. Jemaya is not in a good position in her tribe. She could use any advantage that she could this get. This is worthless for her. And Kelly is safe in her tribe. So why not get an advantage? Yeah, yeah. it makes it, sense for Kelly. It really is the worst for Austin because it did increase his threat level. But other than that, just like in as a general rule, if I'm here to play Survivor, I'm going to try and get every advantage, everything I can, because Otherwise, why am I there? Why am I playing? Like the respectful scramble, I respectfully disagree. I disagree. I think this is the wrong move. For Austin, sure. No, I think this is the wrong move for him and J. Maya and to an extent Kelly. I think it's the wrong move for everybody. And I'm hey, in the comments, let us know because I, I want to see. I might do a poll on this one. Sandwiches or amulets tomorrow. We'll see. Because uh, I like really, I truly think for everyone, the best decision is to not take the amulets because you put a target on your back unnecessarily and it's not worth anything. Okay, so don't win challenges because it puts a target on your back. No, you have to win challenges. Why? You don't have to have the amulet. I'm saying this: the social move of just getting sandwiches, it's nice. It's nice. You, you used to have a sandwich and nobody gets hurt. But the amulet, it's too much. 
it's drama and it's like what i don't even remember the amulets doing anything for anybody in 42 i just remember them all being targets this that was is the it. first time i've ever heard you say you don't want drama on tv no 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 i sorry sorry for my personal level please take the amulets good for me like watching the show but i'm talking about if i'm in any of their shoes i think you take the sandwiches we've yeah. laid out our cases I, yeah let's have the people vote they're gonna be like i'm team mary and i'm be, i'm gonna comment with what else is new all right i'm already aware why are you sandwiches or amulets all right so anyways okay we'll see uh watch everyone pick amulets i think sandwiches are the way to go just because of the target frankly i mean i, I think, think it's too much and it's not worth it's not worth it right if everyone got an idol yes well obviously but if, that'd be way too easy if everyone got like a oh if you make it through the earn the merge it becomes an idol yes because even though it puts a target on your back it's only for like one or two tribals at most sure. but this is like a permanent target yeah. until i don't know when this is good till final I, five or six i think too long that austin has some really good content here yeah i do agree with like everything that he said i'm not like it's my best day ever just because of the downplay yeah i love what i love that austin said this isn't a symbol of an alliance it's a symbol of war yeah and i love the the edit of jay my best survivor day ever and austin worst survivor day ever but nothing from kelly nothing from kelly at that point yes but that's i mean that's fine kelly got pretty good content this episode but I it was just, an interesting journey. I they think just it was, got two confessionals. They're like perfectly go together. And yes, it was, I yes. mean, it was an okay journey. I I think it was the best part of the episode. Oh. In my opinion, Mary, the whole time before the meeting challenge, she's like, when are they going to do some drama? I mean, and I was like, you mean something they're going to force into the show? And you're like, kind of. <laughs> all I said <laughs> you was the Jeffness. All I said was it was, a, it felt a little bit slow in the beginning yeah. of the episode. So the reason, I think the reason they didn't do reward challenge is just strictly because they're probably still, I mean, I don't know how exactly how, even though I've done so much behind the scenes, I don't know exactly how far in advance they get these challenges finished before mm-hmm. they do them, but they're probably working on the massive earn the merge challenge right now, oh, which sure. is usually huge. Yeah. And so they probably didn't have time to build a reward and an immunity for this mm-hmm. episode. I think that's why. Makes sense. Because the last couple episodes we had rewards. And it wasn't that bad. Like the camp life was fine. It just yeah. felt a little slow. I will never complain about slowness. When we get 90 minutes, we'll not do it. Nope. I can't. I can't. Okay, so we go back from the journey. Uh, Austin lies about the journey, and by the end of this, though, only Kendra knows about the. Only Kendra is lied to right. because he tells the truth to Drew and Emily, and this could be the tipping point of what. I mean, I don't know if Emily really ever was considering seriously consider flipping, mm-hmm. but this might have been the tipping point to keep her on. His I side. think she was seriously con- considering flipping not because of the numbers because but of be- drew's bad social game but because of drew's bad social game and she didn't feel that she was being dealt with honestly mm-hmm. so once she finally realizes oh, okay they are the ones being honest brando is the one lying yeah that's who she goes with and i think that was obviously the smart move the smart move for austin smart for, move for austin to lie about it he, no one else needs to know about his amulet and his, 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 his thing was believable about the coconuts because uh, it's a real challenge that happened on winners at war I mean, they did logs instead of coconuts. Sure. So it was a believable lie. Sure. It, it wasn't it wasn't bad. It was really good gameplay by Austin. Mm-hmm. So and good gameplay to share it with Emily. So I think that whole scene was really good for Austin. He, yeah. He's probably moving up. For That's me. why I said he saved the day from mm-hmm. Drew's bad gameplay. Right. All right. So. I don't really have anything else before tribal. Do you No, That was it. OK, so we go to tribal and I my notes are few and far between because. Not much happened. Unfortunately, nobody decided to quit over their vape addiction or their need <laughs> to see their spouse. Uh, you know, nothing like that. So 
<laughs> there's a lot of talk about regional tribes. Yes. And I think that's really what we got took away from this. Do you have anything else to take away from this tribal? Uh, the only other thing I had was that people kept saying stuff like, oh, you know, it's going to be so hard. And, you know, I just don't want to vote someone out. It's going to be really hard or whatever. And Emily's like, okay, I hate to be the contrarian, <laughs> but I am. And she's like, this is a game. This is what we signed up for. Yeah. We're going to be voting people out. And we're actually not going to feel that bad about Emily's it. like a purple heart veteran over here. Like I've been through war people. Yeah. Just get over it. This is what we do around here. But I mean, it did look like she was sad when she voted Brando off. Um, but that was, that was pretty much all I had as far as notes on tribal. So Austin decides I'm use I'm using the goodwill advantage, which yes. is a good move. I mm-hmm. think, I mean, those two go hand in hand Yes, so that he can make his idol. It's now good through the merge, I believe. Which in this case, I don't, I think that means it's good for the earn the merge next mm-hmm. episode. I think it's good through for the next two episodes. So the real question is, is Austin willing to sacrifice his vote for the next two episodes to make it, to make the idol good until the final six, I believe it was five, right. five or six. Well, he doesn't say he isn't eligible for the earn the merge with that. Like he's not going to be vote. He can't be voted off because he's on the right. team, which yeah. is possible. So that shouldn't count. And then he would only have to. Do one. Well, yeah, it's not. But his vote is still valuable if it's a Bellow versus Reba thing. And he decides. Sure. Okay. well, at the end of the day, my idol's worth Mm -hmm. more than this Bellow alliance. Yeah. Well, obviously, we'll have to see how it goes. But I'm sorry. The Reba alliance. He's on original Reba. I'm original Reba. He's on current. He's on Bellow right now. But no, I get I understand. We'll have to see how it goes. But obviously, I'm sure he's going to want to keep it as long as he can. Well, sure. Hopefully he can. What's going to. How's Zern the merge going to happen? You know, we'll find out. All right. So Brando's voted off three to two. Ha ha. I mean, we kind of saw this coming the past two weeks. We literally yeah. said that Brando got skunked the past two weeks. Mm-hmm. Somebody asked what that meant being skunked. It just means you didn't get any content really. It means you stink. Yeah. Well, somebody, somebody thought maybe it was a survivor lingo. It's not. No, it's no. just Wesley lingo, I guess. I mean, other people say it skunked. Yeah. Brando got zero professionals last two episodes. So he's getting content here. I was like, He's gonna, <laughs> and yeah. then when blue had to go travel, I was like, mm. fortunately I had him picked to go home on the, my pick that. Yeah. So. Same. He was, I, I think I picked him like multiple weeks in a row now. It's like, wait, like no last week and this week. Cause I'm like two weeks in a row of zero vote of zero professionals. Yeah. yeah. You gotta go. All right. Which in, especially with 90 minute episodes. So mm-hmm. he's gone. Uh, next episode next week. Earn the merge. Earn I mean, merge? I assume earn the merge. Mm-hmm. Nothing's been indicated. They're not doing earn the merge. It's episode six. Sure. Which is the same thing they've done the last four seasons. It's too soon for regular merge. Mm-hmm. So it's earn the merge, I assume. All right. Uh, Reba's like, we want to crush. I mean, it re- looked like it was the original four, though. The Austin it was. Drew. Okay. It was Austin Drew, D and Jolie. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's foreshadowing. We'll see. And Bruce tells Caleb, hey, you're powerful. And Caleb's yeah. like blown away on his face. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what, me, little old me? No. Yeah. Little old me, Caleb from Canada when the Canadians <laughs> crush? No, definitely not. No. All right. Well, that's that's coming up next. And Sifu says it's psychological warfare, which he doesn't know Sifu much about. Sifu said something during some survive writing. Catch that. Yes. Oh. That was the first thing was they were all merge hugs. Oh. And then Sifu was like, it's psychological I, warfare. I missed this. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you ready to move on? I'm ready. What's new on Patreon, folks? This is a couple things I just released on YouTube. We did a season long breakdown. We've done this from season six through now season 20. We just released our heroes versus villains breakdown. It's two hours and 44 minutes. Epic podcast. Mary and I did. We covered the whole season. We've already recorded Nicaragua. It's on. It's on Patreon. 
It's only like two hours, seven minutes. <laughs> our Garbage shortest, in comparison shortest to our shortest one. Yeah. <laughs> now, Tom Westman, I did a rise and fall video covering his Palau and his Heroes versus Villains journey mm-hmm. uh, on Patreon. Multi-season video for JT. I just finished it. It's up there covering token chains with new secret scenes that I did not include in this token chains winner video, uh, along with Heroes versus Villains and Game Changers with secret scenes as well. Nice. It's a pretty epic video. It's like an hour and a half. So check that out. Rudy Bosch. I covered both his seasons. That's on Patreon. And Russell Hans is coming. Looking like on Halloween. You better be ready. That was very. <laughs> yeah. You better be ready for the Heroes versus Villains. I just I was working on notes today. I'm like, wow, I cannot believe how many times I'm writing the word dumb and villain. Oh, like in Russell? Samoa, they really like oh, they yeah. really sanded away. I would believe it. They sanded away like as much as they could to make him look better. Also, he was an underdog position, Samoa, but in Heroes versus Villains, like when you're in the leadership, uh, you're not leadership. When you're in the power alliance and you're bullying people, it's like it's not the same. Right. A lot more, yeah. Plus, he just like kind of goes off the. So, anyways, that will be on Patreon. I'm predicting Halloween, spooky Russell Hans. All right, so moving on. Mm-hmm. Last week's secret scenes, Mary. Yes, you're in charge of this segment. There were three secret scenes from episode four of Survivor. Tell us about them. What was in them, and how are they relevant? Well, I was a little nervous because two of them are about Caleb, which is never great for a winner, but it happens sometimes. Uh, There's been so much Caleb content though. Yeah, we do get a lot. Yeah. So uh, basically when Caleb just says he's an optimist, but he kind of felt like, you know, he's Lula still losers or Caleb's idol hunt. This is Lulu losers. OK, that's what the t- title of the, episode, yeah. uh, the secret scene is called. He's like, I'm generally an optimist. I think I think, well, I'm positive, but I feel like I'm still on Lulu and I just have this like mental blockage mm-hmm. of we're we're losers so yeah. bruce as the older wiser mentor i that don't like is, that this was in the secret scene <laughs> tells caleb to write lulu losers on the beach mm-hmm. and let the water wash it away and caleb's like yes that's a great idea yeah Everybody's positive bruce content it. yeah and and so they do it. and you know now it's no longer lulu losers they're lulu legends and, and when that was this it. happened did they cut to katara looking angry at bruce no even talked never never showed katara wow. really all right so that was, by the way, these are on the Survivor CBS YouTube page. For those wondering, these are scenes they cut from the show. And we think sometimes these can hint towards who's important, who's not. Because like, yeah. So anyways, next one is Caleb's idol hunt. And this is why you're worried. You're like, oh, yes. no, two scenes were cut from it mm-hmm. for Caleb. Well, but he doesn't find an idol. So That's it, why it, it makes cut. sense. Yeah. yeah. So basically, Caleb gets up in the middle of the night, says, hey, you know, Sabaya went home with an idol. So there should be one out here somewhere. That's a good thought. It is. And he he's looking, but he's like, I don't know how people do this because I can't see a thing. So <laughs> he, he looks and he looks, but he's like, I, I just can't. The one interesting thing that he said, he was like, I just want to find this because I want to stop kissing up to people. He's like, I guess he's tired of the all the social energy he's expending and he just wants to feel safe on his own. Um, but then he's like, well, it probably was a good thing I didn't find it because then it'd probably be a bear advantage. I would have lost my bow. Yeah. So it's not like he just had a late night and he was feeling tired or emotional. I don't yeah. know. But anyways, that was pretty much it. He, he also probably idol. feels down because he's the only person amongst this yes. group of Bello. Because mm-hmm. this was pretty early after the swap. Yeah. It's like they hadn't even won immunity yet this is not. This is before they're now two immunity wins. Right. So. Right. So he was just feeling a little low. All right. And then the last secret scene. So I don't oh think any of those are indi- indicate indicating that Caleb, though the Lulu losers is a little bit like maybe I don't think mm-hmm. it hurts. Neither of these hurt Caleb. 
The next one is like, what is this like? Uh, Austin's gross food is what I call it. So what what did Austin eat? I think was the title. Oh yeah, what did Austin eat, Mary? He tried to eat a sea. Well, he did eat a sea cucumber. It looks like a piece of poop. It was. What is a sea cucumber? I don't know if it's an animal or a vegetable. I don't know, but it looks like poop in the I video. I think it's an animal. It looks really gross. Yeah. They're like, no, don't eat it. Austin said, I'm going to eat it. This is why Austin wanted a sandwich. He's overeating poop cucumbers. Yes. He says, yeah, it's gross. Kinder didn't even try it. I think Emily took a little Give bite. Give the man a sandwich. Yeah. Drew took a bite. The only thing really interesting was Austin was like, this was a survivor side quest and I've completed <laughs> it. And now I have a core memory that I'll always cherish. So. See, but he called it a side quest. That's a secret scene. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think any, any of these hurt. Um, You could argue Lulu losers for Caleb, but maybe a little bit, mm-hmm. and maybe a little bit on Austin's gross food, but none of these feel like J. Maya explaining her core being and what really matters to right. her and her faith. Yeah. Like, which was like so indicate, so indicate. Oh, I can't even say the word. Indicative. Indicative. Thank you. You're Indicative welcome. of. How not important she is the story. These all feel like scenes that, yeah, that's okay being cut. Right. They're fun. I'm I'm glad they didn't do their basic, let's do a tree mail. Like it feels like when oh, they yeah. are just looking for something they do as you've noticed. Yes. They just throw a tree mail in there mm-hmm. to waste my time. Right. Waste like, all right, I don't need to see tree mail for the thousandth time. They did that during Winners at War every week. And I'm like, does every week need a tree mail secret scene? I'm okay. Thanks. I don't need it. Because they're always like, oh, I wonder what the challenge is going to be. <laughs> but like, you're, you know what the challenge is going to be? Because we've already seen the episode. Right. So it's like, yeah. oh, I don't want to watch this. All right. Okay. Let's move on to question of the week. Last week, Mary, you nailed me. with yes. a Great question. Some people, nobody, by the way, said they got on the first question. They said, once you asked the second the question second. about the black buff, then they yeah. figured it out. Well, good. I'm glad some people knew it. You nailed everybody last week. So I'm going to ask a question that is very much heroes versus villains specific because I've been so focused on that season Mm -hmm. with us going chronologically through the story video. So your question is, who is the first player, the first player in Survivor history to play 100 days? Your options are A, Russell Hance, B, Parvati Shallow, C, Amanda Kimmel, and D, Rupert Bonham. And please show your work show my work yeah <laughs> audio wise so we watched this not that long ago and i remember it was like three or four months ago i remember jeff saying you're the first contestant to reach 100 mm-hmm. days he did this at a challenge too yeah and it was at a challenge yeah i really is can either, you visualize the challenge yeah I, no i oh. can like see them all lined up i'm positive it's either amanda or poverty i know it was a woman Okay. I'm going to go with Amanda. That's correct. Yay. It was Amanda. Parvati ends up playing more days by the end of the season. She ends up playing 114, I believe. But Amanda was the first to reach 100. And Parvati reached 100, I think, an episode or two later. Yes. Rupert, uh, I don't know if he reached 100 this season without double checking. But Russell couldn't have. This is only a second season. But Rupert, Parvati, and Amanda. I mean, Amanda played 39 days twice. Mm-hmm. Parvati played, like, what, 33 the first time and then 39 the second time. So she was close, but she had to be a few days behind Amanda no matter what. And then Rupert has never reached the end. So he, I don't know if he reached 100 this season. I don't know. I have to double check. But he's played four times now. So he's definitely got to be over 100 by now. I'm sure by now. yeah. By now. I mean, that'd be weird. Russell Hance. I don't think Russell Hance cracked 100. Even though he did 39 twice. This third time he plays, he doesn't make it far enough to Mm -hmm. do that. So, all right. Good job. You nailed it this week. All right. Next week, you got to nail me with something hard. Okay. I love I loved your question last week. I've been thinking about it. I'll try. I'll do once my best. last week. And now this week I've been thinking about <laughs> it. So, all right, let's move on to TV ratings. And for those of you who are not interested in TV ratings, 
chill out for a second. I got some big news. Briefly, I'm going to put it on screen. We got 44 at the top, 45 below for comparison's sake, TV ratings. Uh, Survivor 45 has pretty much fluctuated. I mean, World Series is going on, mm-hmm. I believe, right now. Not that I really care because the Braves aren't in it. So it's been pretty good. Last week, they got 4.92 million. Once again, dominating the time slot. Once again, number one of the night. Not even close. Nice. Wasn't even close. Mass Singer, I believe, came in second with like 3.4 million. So they crushed them by a million and a half. It's been very consistent this season. If you look at the numbers on screen right now. But the bigger news I want to talk about mm-hmm. is the actor strike is still going on. They're at 100 plus days now, like Amanda and Parvati before <laughs> them. <laughs> the actors have been on strike almost as long as Parvati's played Survivor. Wow. I know. I know. Look how you like all the tied together. Yes. So nice. my point is that I've been reading a lot into this. If if they don't get deal signed in like the next couple weeks like they're gonna have nothing filmed before january nothing Nothing. like they might get some stuff filmed before thanksgiving if they get signed like next week as today i'm recording this wednesday night after the episode they're meeting back up tomorrow on thursday which is the day you're likely listening to this unless you're on patreon you get it on wednesday night and they're they might make a deal maybe like they gotta like the ceos presented a deal and now they gotta counter it or accept it i don't think they're accepting it they were just done it already so they're probably countering it Mm mm-hmm so is it going to be accepted this week? I don't know. Doesn't I mean, nothing. They want part, like a cut of the streaming money that they're getting from stream services. And it sounds like they're not willing to budge on that. Right. So it sounds like they've budged on the AI stuff, which is really good because that was a dangerous road to go down. Right. But yeah, we'll see. I, I personally don't give a rip whether what kind of amount of money these actors mm-hmm. and people get. I don't care. What I care about is, is Survivor 46 going to be 90 minutes or 60 minutes? That's my only concern. <laughs> And if they can't get a deal together, great for us fans likely to get 90 minutes next season. Jeff said, if CBS asks, we are ready to do it. Nice. To make a 90 minutes. So keep striking actors. Get all the money you need to. Yay. I'm rooting for you. Strike, 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 strike. And CEOs, just don't budge on your positions. Hold steady. You keep your millions and billions of dollars. You, They didn't earn a dime from you. All right. I'm glad we've really our positions and now uh, speaking to cbs and survivor you guys you're a good marriage and you should definitely do 90 minutes next season that was such a little crock but moving no on. i'm no, legit no, no, no. on the I know, last I know, part i know i know, I know. <laughs> yeah i'm hoping for 90 minutes next season that's all i'm saying the actor strike I, I didn't know where else to fit it and it kind of worked out so all right let's move on to winner analysis mary yes i have to say i think my top three aside from my number one like it feels like my top three is just changing every week who was your so n- i just want to say that i just want to proceed that uh, <laughs> throw that out there because like during the episode it shifted even during our talks tonight my number three changed really yeah wow. like i am just all over like i am not locked in on mm. number two and three like the whole lineup when i do it tomorrow with rebecca full in depth i mean it could change again two and three mm-hmm. are not locked in that's what i'm saying so right who's your number three my number three is kelly which did change from last week but She's just been improving a lot for me in the last couple of weeks. We're getting more content from her. We check in to see what she's thinking about things, even if it's not, doesn't seem to be necessarily relevant to what's going on. Yeah. Um, And she's not anybody's target right now. I think she's playing a smart game. She's shown to be aligned with Caleb, which mm-hmm. to me is a good sign just because Caleb gets so much content. So I think she has a really good chance of making it far, not just, just because socially, also she's pretty good at challenges. 
She's there to play, as we mm-hmm. know, because she picked the strategy over sustenance. 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 Um, so I think she's she could be somebody that they're slowly introducing because, you know, hey, she's going to be there a while. And I feel like she just gets such positive content. I agree with you. I think Kelly, she's not in my top three, but I believe tomorrow she Rebecca, should. she'll be in my top. I don't want to say for sure, but I think she'll be in my top five tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, Kelly, I really like her as well. I agree with you. We talked about it earlier during the regular breakdown that they keep checking in on her. It's got to be for a reason. Why else do we keep caring about what Kelly's up to otherwise? Because right. they if they want to ignore somebody like a Kendra Brando, they will. Mm-hmm. So why are we checking in with Kelly? Yeah, seems kind of important. All right. So my number three, you ready for this one? I mean, she it's funny. She dropped last week and now she's back up. Number three for me is D. What? Here, track me. No, I think she's in charge. Her and Julie are in charge of the Reba and Reba has numbers going to the merge. She's with two people who are loaded with. I mean, I know they just used the goodwill tonight, Mm -hmm. but like Drew is just like he's locked in like he is like unchanging. So that is a locked in vote. Julie, I feel like is locked in. Mm -hmm. Austin is great and he seems to get every he has a four leaf clover shoved off his butt with how much luck he's getting. (laughs) He's just finding everything. By the way, I want to point out nobody found the Belo, the Bello. Sorry. Beware advantage. Yeah. still. What the heck? (laughs) Anyway, so. D's moved up and she so she has power, but also unlike Jake, her sorcery was forced. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to tell you. Like, why do they force it into the show? Do they force it all almost kinds felt like sob stories they, into the mm, show? This season, not yet. And well, this whole episode was way. very defocused. Like, I feel like we barely heard from Julie. We heard from Sifu, J Maya, and from our on Reba. And D and I, we barely heard from Julie. Mm-hmm. It was very D focused in my opinion, because J Maya and Sifu, in my opinion, are dead in the water. Right. Unless some sort of crazy thing happens that changes the course of the game, which it could. D is the power. Mm-hmm. D and Julie, but D is, seems to be the head of the D and Julie. I, I can see this. Thing. Yeah. No. And so I'm higher up on D for right now because she basically runs an alliance of four and potentially five with Emily. Mm hmm. Or six if Caleb joins in because Emily and Caleb are kind of in cahoots. Right. So if they go into this and they can sway Caleb, I mean, like they have the power and sure that could flip on a dime at some point. But as of right now, I, as I said, she moved up originally. It wasn't her originally it actually was Kelly at three. Yeah. Well, I no, I see what you're saying. D has been shown to have some good strategy. She's in the power alliance. I, I agree with everything you're saying. I think my negative was just the seafood vote and, mm-hmm. and people make mistakes. So but- J Maya's jumping on the grenade for her and Sifu didn't figure it out. You know what I mean? No, I, I, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying, but that that's feels, the kind of stuff that makes me feel better about D because feels, she never gave in to Sifu. Yeah, that feels a lot like luck, though, not necessarily D's skill as That was her gameplay because she didn't give in to Sifu. She didn't tell Sifu nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay, she didn't tell him nothing. I just meant the vote for Sifu itself. That was I a mean, very dumb. Move. Everybody makes mistakes, but all right? everybody Have makes Emily? mistakes. Yes. <laughs> she I made like some mistakes Emily. she made up for them. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's my number three. I'm not like only person I'm truly locked into, like locked into is my number one. So mm-hmm. who's your number two? My number two is actually Emily because again, we get so much content from her mm-hmm. and we've seen growth from her. I, I, I still am not sure if she could sway a jury if she makes it, makes it to the end, but I definitely see her making it to the end. Number one, because she's not going to be a physical threat at the merge. So she should slide by. Also, she she's an extra number for this uh, re before that we yeah. talked about a lot. Um, so she should be safe as far as the numbers go. And the just, show loves her. The show loves her. And they, they 
bring her up constantly. So we know she's probably going to make it far, um, which is why I have her as, as my number two. Well, my number two is Austin. Wow. That is a huge move up. That is a big But move. I, the more I thought about it, just I said while we we're talking tonight, like my mm-hmm. number two and three changed, just like changed. Mm-hmm. Austin moves up because, I mean, it is like almost every time we see Austin, even if it's about strategy or Austin gets positive content. Yeah. Like Austin was in the right on sandwich and amulets for Austin for Austin. Yes. Yeah. It made mm-hmm. Jay Maya like we know Jay looks a little silly and she has the best day ever. And Austin's like this is the worst day of my survivor <laughs> career. Austin came out. I feel like the most positive of that. And I don't know. Just Austin constantly. He's the better part of the Drew Austin. I am worried for Austin. What I'm worried about is obviously kind of like Caleb. Like not only he's a good looking dude. He's really nice. He gets along with everybody. It's kind of like Caleb, mm-hmm. but Austin also is a physical threat like Caleb. Like they both mm-hmm. kind of have like a similar target. I feel like in their back, yes. but Caleb, it might be the better of the social players. Austin's tied in with Drew, which is going to drag him down or it could be to his benefit because Drew is a locked vote. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, my only issue there with Drew is that for Austin is that if as we've seen, Drew has a little bit of an ego mm-hmm. and Drew might be like, well, unlike Fishback, I'm cutting JT. Mm. You know, yeah. I'm going to flip on JT and Drew might do that way too soon. Take like that. not waiting to like fire making to do it, which would be the right point. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully he practiced unlike Carson. <laughs> he can't 3D print the fire, Carson. Anyways, so cutting. He's going to I might I think if he tries Austin, it might be too soon. But I do like Austin a lot. I think Austin moves up. I can't ignore Austin's positive content. Mm hmm. I just worry about the target on his back. He's even mentioned it. So mm-hmm. that's my biggest worry about Austin. He is my too big of a target on his back. All right. Who's number one? Um, my number one is Caleb. I like Caleb too. <laughs> Caleb, again, we talked about this a lot in the breakdown, but he is constantly getting positive content. He has an amazing social game that we've seen so far. I think my negative for Caleb is that sometimes he plays a little bit too hard with the social game. Like he's playing everybody in the new Lulu tribe right now. And that could come back to bite him. I d- we'll see. Um, I think Austin might have... You said he might be the better social player. And Austin may be a lesser social player. But well, Austin's I, the better one between him and Drew. But I think... I'm talking about Caleb. Oh, sorry. Caleb and Austin. But Austin... Oh, I see what you're saying. Sorry. I think Austin actually might be a bit better because he's a little bit less aggressive than Caleb. Like, Caleb constantly is going out and doing things. Versus it feels more natural for for Austin. And you know what? If they switched roles in terms of like Caleb's on the Caleb has a lot more work he's had to do mm-hmm. this season. He's had to go all those tribals. He now is on tribe where he's the only one there who is like alone. He's like a lone wolf. Mm-hmm. And then he, of course, he was sent to Reba. So like he's been forced into situations Austin, frankly, hasn't had to deal with. Right. Hasn't. I think Caleb's had more blood on his hands so far, obviously, than Austin has had to deal with. But. But that could be a good thing for him, too, because depending on your jury, they could really like that, you know, and say, hey, this is one thing I really think is a positive for Caleb is he came from Lulu. I mean, he came from a terrible tribe that just was decimated and came from the bottom and could be this like rising phoenix that ends up being being the winner just because I'm of, worried he's like a Jesse from 43. I am also really yeah. worried that he's a Jesse. Which yeah. many people have called like the final boss. Yes. And it's like, dang, like I kind of see it. Is Emily a final boss? Oh no. I Caleb no. is. Emily's like final character, like Carolyn. Yeah. Emily's like, Car- yeah, like Carolyn yes. or like maybe even like uh Christian Ubiki. Yeah. 
super more nerdy. But comparison. Caleb is definitely the. I think Caleb is final, but but I want him to win. That's why he's still my number is one. Is Caleb going to lose fire to somebody? I hope not. I think he's going to get blindsided. You think at like which, five or six, he won't have the numbers? Which is terrible because I still have him as my number one. He makes finale, but gets knocked out five or six, like a yeah. like a Carla or mm-hmm. Jesse kind of thing. Yeah. Though Jesse, I believe, also lost in fire. So, I mean, I can't really like feel as bad when you lost in fire. Like you had your equal opportunity mm-hmm. to not like it wasn't even like a social fire thing. Fire is difficult sometimes. It's Jeff's just- given you, yeah, but this has been long. You long time know this is coming. I can't knock Car. I can't knock Carson or Jesse too much for losing though, because because of fire. Because well, of, well they both of them set records. Heidi and Gabler set records the right. season they did it. So. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like they were slacking off and it was hours. No. But anyway, no, this is not Cook Islands back to with Sundra and Becky needing to use literal matches and then running out of matches. And Jeff's like, holy crap, I can't believe we use Flint and then matches and you ran out of matches. Back to Caleb. Yeah, back to Caleb. Um, who I'll only say one more thing about is uh, yes, he could be the final boss. He could have that edit, mm-hmm. but at the same time, just be. I'm making this pick based on what we've seen so far. I like Caleb. And I think he's a great player. That's the reason he hasn't reached my top three is because I, I have a strong feeling he's going to be in like a Jesse situation. Not Ka- not Carolyn, but Jesse. Yeah. Right. So who's your number one? My number one's Emily. I, yeah. The only reason I didn't really talk during your number mm-hmm. two is because I, I'm with you. Emily's my number one. Hey, we went like an hour and a half. You ready? Matt chat, Matt baby. Chat. Matt Every chat. <laughs> 33 through 44. Okay. If you're not, if this is your first podcast, welcome to my endless talk about the Matt chat from seasons 33 through 44. If you could talk to on the mat where Jeff's like, Hey, what's your name? As if Jeff doesn't know who you are. And then you answer him. You are not eligible to win in the story because the story always does that for the winner. Mm -hmm. So here we are in 45. The big question on everybody's mind is, is it going to be broken right now? Bruce and Emily are the only one eligible, but man, there's nothing here saying Bruce is going to win anymore. Right. Like I like Bruce on a personal level. I don't think he's going to win. So if Bruce won, I I would be Gabler shocked right now. <laughs> like that would be the person, honestly, at this point, get the final three and win. Bruce, I would be Gabler shocked. Yeah. That's that's the person it right happen. now. He's average final three. I don't know if that's gonna happen. He might be, he might. I mean, Katura won't allow that because he's played two seasons, and that's the biggest <laughs> sin any survivor could commit. Right. So Emily's my number one. She was on the match, got I mean, she butted into the match to be fair, but yeah. I like Emily though. Outside of the match, I like her. I she has an excellent story. I'm worried she might be a little bit too front and center at this point. It was kind of quirky and fun the first few episodes. Now it's like they really are focusing on Emily, but it almost feels a bit too front and center. And I feel like, okay, the winners we've had front and center are like Jam Jam, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like he was definitely front and center. Marianne, to an extent, was front and center. She got a lot of time. I mean, she they did. loved Marianne. Mm-hmm. They loved Marianne. So it's like she could be in that vein, but also we're in an odd numbered season. And for some reason, the odd number seasons, they like to be weird with. 41 and 43 were not front and center winners. Or is it just is, uh, 46 watches have a front and center winner? I don't know. Is this like an odd <laughs> and even thing? Like the odd seasons are like, we're going to go secret on you. And then the even number, they're like, okay, we're going to be nice now. Ha <laughs> ha. Here's the winner. Ha <laughs> ha. I don't know. So, anyways, I really like Emily. I think she's doing well socially. She's really picked it up. As you mentioned, the aliens thing, like that's a turn or that's a 12 in a matter she's of 11 learning. days. She's figured out how mm-hmm. to not come across as a jerk in conversations mm-hmm. drew could take a note out of her book i could take a note out of her book sometimes <laughs> so all right emily's my number one i really like her we'll i'll get way more in depth tomorrow with rebecca we're gonna go super in depth we're gonna talk about the remaining what is it 14 players now 15 players now how many players are left at this point 14 players 14. left. yeah 
We're going to go in depth on them all. That'll be on Patreon on Thursday, Friday, YouTube, and then all these for those who listen to the podcast platforms, they come later to the podcast platforms because YouTube makes money and the podcast platforms make me peanuts, which by the way, have actually gotten expensive. So that's not even the proper phrase anymore. <laughs> peanuts though. Rebecca Mary, by the way, did a podcast before the one her and I do. She said in a year she made $10 on all the podcast oh, platforms. Wow. I know. I know. I was like, yep. All right. So let's move on to your all's questions on YouTube. When the episode's done on the community tab, I ask for your all's questions. So let's answer them. First question is from Patrick. Did Emily make the right decision for her game? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Brenda, I mean, Eve, Eve, with all the knowledge we have, definitely, because the power is now with Brando, which, by the way, because she kept saying Brando. Yeah, tonight she was saying, calling She's like, oh, Brando. 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 Uh, Brando and Kendra did not hold the power. They weren't even that closely aligned with each other. Mm-hmm. You should pick the right side of the of the power here in, on Bello. I think so too. And I'll, and also Drew and Austin have just been more honest with her. They they approached her first before Kendra and Brando even did. Like they legitimately want to work with her. Versus, I feel like Brando and Kendra were like, uh, I feel like we're forced to work with you. So yeah, it's just always a better decision. Yeah. Plus, yeah. So next question from Star Wars 909. I'm starting to not understand the obsession with wanting an advantage in the new era. Haven't all the previous winners in the new era not had any advantages? For example, Marion had an idol she didn't play. Nerica got the hourglass. But other than that, all the new winners never had or revealed an advantage early slash mid game. Seems like a death sentence in the new era. Mm. I mean, we did see in 42 and Dre was literally sitting on four of them. True. And that well, how did that go if you don't use them, then it's not an advantage. Is well, it? if nobody knows about it. Remember, Marion had the idol and then she used it to her advantage. Then she's like, remember, she's like, I, she, she like, used was that like prove, a huge like twist on to everybody in her final tribal? Yeah, because to that point, nobody thought she was really strategic or playing that hard, I think. And she was like, guys, I had this idol. I looked for it. I worked hard for it. I got it. And I never had to use it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, yeah, they like fell out of their seat. Like, oh, oh, my gosh, this is the biggest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. My cat's looking at me like, why are you waking me up from my nap? OK, next question is from. The Rebel Dawn. Wow. Did they finally retire earn the merge? I really hope so. That Brando vote was the most obvious vote of the season so far to me. Uh, I agree with you on the obviousness of the Brando vote. We called yes. it last. We were like, he's been skunked. He's going. Uh, but no, I, I believe earn the merge is still next week because it's only episode six. If it wasn't earn the merge, if they were doing a regular merge, it would have happened right. episode seven, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And plus, Jeff's never indicated in any capacity that he's getting rid of it. I mean, they didn't get rid of the journeys. <laughs> Right. They ain't going nowhere. Yeah, I don't think so. We have a lot of the trapping still from 41, like beware advantages, journeys. Mm-hmm. It's I I think it's an improvement, but at the same time, yeah, I think it's definitely still too early and we're still going to get earned the merge. Okay. Nathan asks, which is better, sandwich or amulet? Amulet. Yeah, we talked about this earlier. I say sandwich, though I do want to hear in the comments whether you all think the sandwich or the amulet. And this is like a general question. Uh, I understand each person might have specifically be better, but I just, like, in general, right? In like general. I agree that for Austin, it probably was better not, but yeah. in general, in general. All mm-hmm. right, five RG two five one asks. Also, did y'all enjoy the sob story picture cuts we got and the journey coming in? Honestly, would have preferred a separate war challenge instead of that stuff. I think the reason they did that though is because I, I mentioned this earlier. That earned the merch challenge usually pretty massive. They probably need extra time to build it. Mm-hmm. instead of your bog standard immunity challenge or reward challenge so they probably didn't have time in their 26 day schedule to like they have so many beaches and they also have only so many people to build right so they gotta like 
when they build something up, they got to tear it down because they might use that beach later on for something else. So like mm-hmm. they can't just leave all these challenges just standing up to get like rotted and whatnot. They got to tear them down when they, they could have done. done some like uh they could just question very simple. thing. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I wish they would have had a separate reward challenge, but whatever. Yeah. I'm not going to complain because it was still overall yeah. fairly good episode. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I agree. I, if it was the 39 day season. Why not? not? Yeah. But in this case, I get it because mm-hmm. of how big the earn the merge challenge usually is physically. All right. Wayward Willard asks, why does Drew suck so much? <laughs> but seriously, do you think this is the beginning of the destruction of Bellow? Uh, OG Bellow, I assume. Yeah, they they should be down in numbers now. But again, does anyone really care that Brando is gone? Because if you think about it, New Bellow now has Caleb. And if they get Kendra, we could have kind of a face off here. It's going to come down to Caleb and Emily. That's why we keep focusing on them because mm-hmm. they're going to be the swing boats between Reba and Bello. So and I at don't, the moment, it looks like Reba's going to have the numbers. At, at the moment, it looks like they'll have Reba, but yeah. we'll see. Okay. Next question is, do you all think Jake Medivac is being foreshadowed? <sighs> I mean, he's, pa- he's passed up twice and yeah. we haven't seen medical check on him, which is weird. It is weird. But, I hope not. I hope he's okay in that. But they keep bringing it up. So why? I'm assuming it's going to come well, up at some point. Unless yeah. he gets voted out because of mm. his, like if he, I hope he doesn't ask people to vote him out. But if well, people vote okay, him out because. Jake did ask, it would be like, unlike Sean and Hannah. It would be kind of earned. Like yeah. medicals, like we can't pull you from the game because you're not on the verge of death or anything. Like we're not going right. to be, but it's your call. And mm-hmm. like if he did, like I wouldn't hold it against Jake. I wouldn't either. If he yeah. had to like had to leave the game it's you know it's kind of like mgm like mgm quit but like I, it's an understandable quit like mm-hmm. he was his arm was out of its like it was all messed up from 44 yeah. and 44 so when jeff jeff's like it wasn't a quit it wasn't it was a quit but it's okay it was an understandable quit if you ask mm-hmm. him back we'll be fine jeff it's fine all right <laughs> next question is from silent storm are you pro push gifts we didn't even talk about this i had never heard of it until this episode. isn't that just a baby shower that's what I was thinking. Like, isn't that a baby? I'm shower? actually, I was half expecting Bruce to be like, isn't that just a baby shower? Because Bruce, you know, being older would be like, isn't that, what, isn't that what a push gift is? Like you pushed out a baby, you get gifts. Now, maybe, are you looking this up right now? Maybe yeah. a push <laughs> gift is a gift for the mom, like something for the mom, not for the baby, I guess. Yeah. What is, was that what it is? Yes, it, it is something for the mom, but. I, I've seen gifts where the mom add baby showers to it. But mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. In general, baby showers are gifts for the baby. This does look like like the examples are like bracelets with the baby's birthstone oh, okay. or not like a 70 inch TV. So the baby can watch Bluey on Disney. Plus. No, like <laughs> special pajamas or a oh. new necklace, whatever. Yeah. So it's definitely things for the mom. I honestly, I just never heard of it until right now. Next so. question from real team wall. Is it bad for multiple people to get no confessionals? Multiple episodes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> it ain't great. Uh, in the in the new era, I mean, Erica was the last one who had any sort of like invisible edits. So yeah, it's terrible nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like there was so much backlash on it, purpling people that season. Okay, Jeremy says, "Love the podcast." Thanks, Jeremy. What a suck up. All right, <laughs> were you surprised by Lulu's choice to have Kelly sit out of the challenge? I would have expected Katura. I don't mm-hmm. know why. I mean, Katura did just fine in her position. Yeah. No, I think they're both is strong. Is Kelly the physically smallest one in the tribe? Kelly is the smallest one. On that the might tribe. just been just a size thing. Yeah. I mean, Katura's not like bad. Like it's not like Brandon was on their tribe and they chose not to set up Brandon. Right, you know what right. I mean? 
Like, no. that would be like, why do they sell Kelly over Brandon? Right. It's pretty Also even. has Brandon still here. Yeah. Uh, Jillian says, does anyone else get a kick out of Emily loving, quote unquote, loving aliens now? <laughs> I mean, we did talk about that. I thought it was awesome. I'm so glad that she is evolving a bit. Hector says, did Jay Maya just inadvertently blow up her own game for an advantage she won't even get to use? Because I can see Austin wanting to get her out of the game for protecting a big target, for getting rid of a big target on his back. Oh, yeah. I mean, that could be a motivation. We already said Jay Maya feels dead in the water in the story. That mm-hmm. could be a motivation. Austin's like, they're like, you know what? Reba's like, we can get rid of Jay Maya. And Austin's like, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Because no. that makes my advantage even worth even more. You are correct. I mean, I, I can see it. I, I thought even I thought that this might be good for JMI's game because she seems to have nothing going for her. But you're right. This probably is probably a, a bigger target on her. JMI is going to re- regret not eating a sandwich and just having a nice poop. <laughs> she might have made it longer in the game. We'll see. Ya. All right. What's up with all the pizza on the votes? Asked fast boy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, They were really hungry. They were hungry. They're hungry. They want an earn the merge pizza. All right. Uh, TMM asks, how are y'all feeling about Bruce versus Katura? By the way, did you know Katura hates Bruce? Yeah. All right. Mary is not loving this joke as much, but it's the best one I got. People were not. I mean, I hadn't really found a joke. People, I, the universe loved, you know? Like the universe, meaning everybody who listens. Because you're trying to inf- force them into it. Like the sob This is story. not forced. Katura hates Bruce. Like it is constant on the show. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's constant but on the show. I think that's why it's not as funny because we hear it constantly on the show already. Yeah, but did you know she hates him? Yeah. Okay. Mary hears me say jokes. See, the Sammy joke Probably was funny. Probably 50 jokes a day. Sammy joke was funny because they never really, I mean, it wasn't they constantly every single episode. Sammy You're would right. bring it up. You're right. It was like the every like, three episodes. The show didn't like, bring it up every single I see episode. What you mean. Yeah. Every three episodes, Sammy would be like, mentioning he's 19 and how this is some big strategic yes. move yes so it's like out of left field like what why why is he bringing that why yes. who cares i see what you mean mm-hmm. i don't know what else to do all right people have been asking <laughs> for a running joke and i don't have anything else help me out people i tried to buy people weren't a big fan i tried other things i already forgot what they were people weren't big fans i you know i help me help me help you all right jj mara who do you think goes in the merge not merge hmm. since it seems to be bella versus reva I think it's going to be Sifu or J-Mai. I Yeah, just based on the show. Mm-hmm. Though I would not be shocked if Katur is like, now's the time to strike on Bruce. <laughs> Freaking hate that guy. I think that Bella might be a, try to um, negotiate with Reba because they have the lesser numbers and Reba is going to volunteer one of their people mm-hmm. as a good faith, but they just yeah. really don't care about Sifu or J-Mai. I could see people talking and Katur is like present for the talking and they're like talking through all of their options mm-hmm. and they're like what about bruce and katura's like jumps in she's like bruce <laughs> bruce yeah bruce yeah he's yeah he's played two seasons did you know that and then they and then that's how katura like gets targeted because she won't chill <laughs> katura have some it's chill possible possible <laughs> it's so funny anyways all right well this is the longest podcast of the season mary you don't even know what the runtime is yet again it feels like every week we get longer no last week was the shortest oh (laughs) well we do thank you all for listening i'll see you all tomorrow with rebecca where we will talk through all 14 remaining players and we will rank them okay bye. bye